What's good, podcast fam? It's your boy Jason Craig, aka the friendly neighborhood dreadhead, and welcome to the first ever live podcast for Bring the Popcorn Podcast. I'm here with Miss Courtney Lyric, Adam Sampson, and Mark from Blurred Cast. How y'all doing today? Doing good. How you doing? doing good. How you doing, Mark and Adam? I'm doing good. Doing pretty good. Yeah, I'm uh, enjoying the day. Y'all enjoying the day? That's what's up. Well, today, if y'all would behold the scroll, we got a lot to talk about today. We talking about that Morbius movie. Some people said it's trash. Some people like it. But we're going to see what we think, what we think about it. Then we're going to talk about that good old Bel Air reboot. Season one just wrapped up. Going to give our thoughts on it. Going to talk about the first episode of Moon Knight, of course, you know. Marvel try and get a little bit darker, a little bit darker. Then, of course, y'all know we had to talk about the slap heard around the world and what we think about it. And we're going to also talk about the legendary Bruce Willis retiring. If you don't know Bruce Willis, of course, die hard. And then if you know him now, a lot of direct-to-video direct movies. But now there's a reason why. We'll talk about that. And our boy Ezra Miller, y'all. Out here acting like the reverse flash. If you wonder what that's about, we're gonna talk about that. But without further ado, let's get on with it. But before we get on with it, how's everybody's weekend been? Been good. I've uh, been been kind of busy getting ready for a couple of gigs this weekend. Okay, a couple of kids. I see you. I see you. What about you, Adam? Still out there lifting? Yeah, basically lifting, you know, chilling with the kiddos. That's pretty much it. Okay, okay. Well, y'all, let's go ahead and start with good old Mr. Morbius. Now, if y'all don't know, Jared Leto has been playing a lot of these comic book characters recently. First one we saw was Joker, or I like to call a Cholo Joker, and we know how I feel about that. But he is still a great actor. He still did really good in Dallas Buyers Club, but... You know, he just had, ain't had good luck. So we're going to just talk about Morbius. I'm just going to say it for me. It's not as bad as people say it is, but it's not, to me, it's not good either. It, it It's not good. I'm going I'm to relay more of that, but how did y'all feel about it initially when y'all saw it? Courtney? I was entertained. Um I went into it with horrible expectations because they have been dragging it for filth across this interweb. Like it is just like, it is the worst thing ever. And it really wasn't that bad. Like it wasn't, the cinematography was on point. Um, They had some kind of plot and some kind of storyline. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the hatred is about. what do you think about it, Adam? Like personally, I thought it was a Venom ripoff. Like it was, it was good. Like as far as graphics go, and yeah, it wasn't terrible. But I was watching it, and I'm like, man, this uh, really reminds me of Venom. <laughs> and like, Mark, yeah, and I think, I, and I think Mark said he was not gonna see it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really like I saw the trailer for it, and I'm just completely disinterested in what Sony has to offer. Uh, what the movie has to offer, uh, again, I'm kind of going through superhero fatigue. 
and this just seems like one I didn't have to go see. It wasn't one that was going to uh, do anything or show something that I wanted to see. So I'm kind of glad I missed out on this one. <laughs> well, don't worry, Mark. We got you. We got you. And we're going to let you know what we thought about the movie. I will start. And, boy, I got a lot to talk about. So to start, to start things off, I don't know what it is with bullies ever since Stephen King. But these bullies, they be trying to kill these kids. They really do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, the movie, if y'all don't know about Morbius, it's about um, Morbius. His name is Michael Morbius, and he suffers from, I guess, a bone degenerative, degener- degenerative disease where, I guess, he's not really all the way disabled, like crippled, but he still has to have help to walk. So he is trying to find a cure I guess he's I, honestly I don't know because the movie really didn't explain it that well. That's that's one thing about this movie; it does not explain things well at all. The science, the science makes no sense. But Michael Morbius, he's trying to find a cure for him and his friend Lucius. Uh, his name is Lucius, but I think they uh, he, he calls Milo. Milo. Yeah, yeah, he's trying to find a cure for both them, and then. It gives us the backstory of them. I did say this. The movie, it started out strong for me. Like, I was liking Milo and Michael's connection at first. Like, oh, you know, they're really friends. And then, um, but as far as the father figure, dude, that's one thing about this movie. It does not help you care about the side characters at all. Dang. It mm-hmm. does not because when some of these people die, you like, oh, that's sad. Well, Wow. On on to the next. Um, I don't know. That's just me. What would y'all think? I kind of I knew from jump Milo was gonna end up being the villain. Um, like we had said about Jujutsu Kaisen, that whole brother um uh, start off as good friends and end up being arch enemies thing, you know, it, it was that theme again. But it worked with this film, you know. Um, even though he was a little bit entitled to me, I felt like he felt like, oh, because I'm me, I get your serum. And he gave me Harry off of Spider-Man vibes a little bit. Uh, which Spider-Man? Uh, the one with Andrew Garfield and that particular Harry. He was, oh, you know, okay. Um, so what do you think about the side characters? Well, I, I'm with you, man. I really didn't feel any attachment to any of the side characters, not even the love interest. Like, Martine, I didn't even feel attached to her honestly <laughs> like it, it was just uh, i mean God, everybody just kind of fell to the wayside you know what i mean like they tried to give them some death but i just i just wasn't feeling it and even though that movie was a decent length it it seemed like it was too short <laughs> man you are not wrong because i ain't gonna lie when the movie was over like where the rest of my movie at I know you ain't just gonna put Morbius on the screen and then just leave like that. I mean, the villain is dead. The love interest is gonna morph, and we get that in the next film. No, that's so. gonna be on the next film. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I I highly doubt it. Um, uh, they might try to. You know what though? I actually think they're trying to set up an amazing Spider-Man Hold three. On. Before you go on with that, but let's just talk. And about, they need to set it up. They need to set okay. it up. Before we go on that, let's just talk about the length of this film. I appreciate that this got us out of here in under two hours, but man, was this an underwhelming two hours. Yes. 
that it was very underwhelming two hours and when the movie was over like i was saying where the rest of my movie at y'all legit just rushed the ending the the final con- like the conclusive battle it sucked like, yeah that was like that battle sucked really the only good parts in this movie was at the very beginning of the movie second half just felt like a bunch of filler and fluff that's just to me i just wasn't feeling it but i did like when they showcased his powers like that oh that was actually pretty cool showcasing his powers what he can do um milo's character was entertaining he was one of the few entertaining people in this movie Jared Leto's Morbius was flat as hell. Flat as fuck with that Jesus wig. Which, <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Tyrese, <laughs> I, I guess he just wanted a paycheck. I forgot about that. <laughs> Man, hey, look, Tyrese, you got to remember, he's a movie whore sometimes. Man, I legit just feel like they asked him, hey, you want to do this movie yet? Like, yeah, so what I do, I'll just ad lib. Are they trying to make him that guy though? They might be trying to make him that new go-to black guy for that kind of role, especially since Will is on the doghouse. I mean, I think they're trying to make him that guy with this with this guy. I don't know what they tried to. I think they just picked out a because he's normally the comedic friend, even in action films, but now he's serious. So I I I think they just picked up like affordable black guy. No, I just think they put a bunch of names in the hat with random black actors and then just pulled and said, "Oh, Tyrese, you up." Because he played no <laughs> part in this story whatsoever. He I was right. Detective, like he did. He if you took if you take him out this movie, because I forgot to you said. <laughs> if you take him out this movie, you will not notice him gone. Facts. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one, bro. Like, like uh, he he was very underwhelming. Like his partner was more entertaining than he was. Yeah, and I think they're trying to make him that serious you know guy instead of just the funny friend with all the jokes so maybe i, I don't know but i'm just like come so you on. don't think he pulled that off no know? no it was <laughs> n- nothing about his character i'll like every time he was on screen like i don't want to be here with you i don't want to come to work with you man go back to morbius flat sorry ass. to this man <laughs> I'm, it's not no. tyrese's fault it's not his fault it's whoever wrote this which Another thing, the writing in this movie, it is really dull. Everything yeah. in this, like, first half, it's like they had the writer. Then I guess he fell asleep midway through the movie. Wow. Because we just rolling with the punches at that point. And at that point, I was already checked out. Like, once they got off that, that ship, I like, I don't care no more. Yeah, well, but I will say it, yeah. I have a quick question, though. Like, n- none of y'all honestly felt like the fight scenes reminded you at all of Venom fighting Riot. No, no, but I will say like, this: are the fight serious? scenes were nice. Yeah. Uh, well, I like. Like, come on, it was almost graphically the same. Like, instead of like that little misty stuff, all you literally have to do is add some metallic silver color and some black to it, and it would have been the Venom Riot fight. Well, only I didn't really like the Venom Riot fight because, for one, it just looked like goo fighting each other. I didn't like that. <laughs> Oh my god, that one was just wispy air fighting each other. I never, <laughs> like, I never, it's the same concept. I never said these fight scenes look cool. Some of the action sequences looked nice, like when he was fight when he was um on the ship, that was the best it looked. But outside of that, it just like I didn't Man, care. When Milo was in that subway and took them little five thugs out, you cannot tell me that wasn't cold. 
Yeah, but uh, that out of how many scenes we saw that missed. But it was so much smoke. Might have been a Snoop Dogg video, I, I, man. Okay, so right. question: Was the Snoop? Was the I'm gonna say the Snoop? Was the smoke? <laughs> was the smoke to show that they were moving really, really fast? I do not know. That, I'm that, not sure that, on that one. Like th that's why I was so confused. What was its purpose? Is what I want to know. I don't know. Man, I, well, they they also did it when he was flying. Well, I say using lift. I don't know if I'm kind of flying. <laughs> it's kind of like Batman with the cape. I don't know, but yeah. yeah well. <laughs> Even he was looking at his damn hand, the smoke was out. I was like, okay, so <laughs> I I just think they just put that effect like, oh, that looks cool. Let's put it up in there. I'm <laughs> telling you, it's so, it was because they had the same graphics uh designer for Venom as, uh for this. So they, they it, have the same DP, yeah. Well, I must say this this movie, I feel like I wouldn't be so hard on it. Well, no, I probably would I didn't like Ghost Rider either. But this feels very outdated. Like this movie feels outdated. It feels like it belongs in that early two thousands era of superhero movies. I don't know how y'all feel, but that's just how I felt. It just felt a little bit outdated. Um, I'm kind of with you on that, that one. Era, so if that's the I'm, case, I'm okay with it. I, 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 I'm kind of with you on that one, though. I am. Like, but honestly. To me, if they really wanted to set off the movie, they should have had Blade pop up in it. They can't because Marvel owns that character. I agree. I, we were waiting for some big cameo because remember they pushed the release date back several months and it's like you pushed it back to add Michael Keaton at the end? Like, what? Oh, yeah. Let's let, let, let's go on that. So, yeah, the reason why this movie pushed back, y'all. See, before I was border, I was bordering on a store bought like you know what this so you can buy at walmart is fine but then with them two post-credit scenes happen i would like you gotta be fucking kidding me so the the first post-credit scene it is riding off the coattails of spider-man no way home where the sky opens up and for whatever reason vulture only vulture of all people is put into Morbius's universe. That was the first post credit scene. Second post credit scene, it was I can't believe they did this. He meets up with Morbius. He finds he tracks down Morbius, has on his vulture outfit made by Stark Tech. If I might add, makes no sense because I don't think there's a Tony Stark. In this fucking universe, right? So, not only did they just decide, oh well, we're going to slowly take our characters back since we're letting you borrow them, but they're legit about to fuck up the multiverse that Marvel is trying to create. I don't know how y'all feel about that, but that shit it brought this from a store ball to a salty. I like you got some fucking nerve. You got some fucking nerve. <laughs> <laughs> I think the movie could have stood alone without the post credits. It's kind of like the Eternals when they slap that post credit on the end just to tie it in with the other Marvel films. Like, let let the film have its day. You know. Okay, so with the star, so with Thanos's brother one, they could have left that out. Mm -hmm. But with the Blade one, I understood. I understood the Black Knight one because you had to somewhat enter like bring Blade into it slowly. But that first one can eat a dick. These two post-credit scenes can eat two dicks. Make no sense. <laughs> you fuck. You're starting to fuck up. You're starting to make shit more confusing than it already is with Sony and Marvel. Don't wait, know wait. what. 
When did huh? when did uh, Marvel acquire Blade? Because I could have swore Sony owned Blade. No, Sony don't own Blade. I guess they uh, anymore because the first wasn't didn't Sony do the first Blade movie? I don't think Sony did the first. I see that this whole thing confusing, man. Marvel and Sony just Marvel and Sony just abusive abusive parents, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, but how do you feel about those post credit scenes, Adam? Oh, they were terrible, but uh, <laughs> I get why they did it. I, uh, that's how come I think they might be doing an amazing Spider-Man 3 movie because they're clearly setting up for the Sinister Six. And at the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2, they were trying to set up like, you know, they alluded to the Sinister Six. And since there was a bunch of fans saying, hey, makes Amazing Spider-Man 3, I think they're actually going to try to do it since, you know, it's the only Spider-Man that didn't get a trilogy. I'm pretty sure they call up Andrew. Hey, yo, Andrew, you want to go to Spider-Man? They're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. just know we finna bring Voltron, but why? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so y'all want Andrew Garfield? Be careful what you wish for, because Sony about to fuck it up. I can already tell. Yeah, I'm... I'm no, I'm not a hater. Sony has burned me for the last time. Venom, I was like... I can tolerate Venom, but this shit, I will like, after that post-credit scene, you got some fucking nerves, Sony. I, I mean, bring, technically, bring Sony, <laughs> technically, Sony did No Way Home. Exactly. No, no. Marvel was holding Sony's hand like, you like you do what we say. You do what we say, and... Well, Kevin go, Feige more so than Marvel. Yeah, but I, Kevin Feige, know, like, don't go along... Go along for the ride, but before you go, leave some of that symbiote over here. Okay, yeah. all right. But for me, yeah. Uh, at first, I was like I said, I was loving the movie. I was really liking the movie at first. Not loving it, but really like the movie at first. Like up until up until the part when he actually showcased his powers, I'm like, oh, that's nice. But then after we got off that ship, that's when I jumped off ship too, because that the movie just started falling apart. They wrapped things up too quick. The fights were just the the last fight was just really lackluster. I was only staying along for the ride because the actor playing Milo was keeping me entertained. Other than that, I love Jared Leto. I still think he's a great actor, but please fire your agent because he's giving you bad work. He is yeah, giving, he's giving you bad work. So, at, like I said, it started off as store bought, but then two post credit scenes. Oh no, it's salty for me. It's the lowest amount of salty, borderlining on a fuck you. Wow, man, shoot, you you could have just said borderline, you know, uh, naked popcorn, but man, you went all the way. No, <laughs> nah, that that post credit scene was a borderline fuck you. Well, what's about the movie, really? Not the post credit. Right? No, but the post credit part of that damn movie, and I was, and I had a fear after seeing like the venom, like after seeing that venom post credit scene. Like, well, I guess they're gonna put this venom in there. But Marvel righted the ship. They said you are not putting that venom in our universe. Mm. So, but this is Sony's universe, so they can do whatever. And it's the shit we get. Bring right. on the Garfield. I'm with it. Well, we're all gonna get Craven the Hunter, so oh, next. I'm not, I'm not even looking forward to that. And I love Craven the Hunter. Yeah, me too. 
So, I mean, like I said, they setting up the Sinister Six. So, hey, but, but Amazing Morbius, Spider-Man 3, here we come. Y- yay. Yeah, y- yeah. Yay. <laughs> yay. <laughs> yay. Well, Andrew Garfield is my favorite, so bring it on. I'm here for it. He's good. Andrew Garfield's good as Spider-Man. Don't get me wrong. But I just don't trust Sony, man. <laughs> man, forever Toby Maguire for me, man. <laughs> well, like you know, whenever I see Spider Man, I think of Roots because I'm like, your name is Toby. I'm about to Well, you know, even though Morbius sucked the life out of me, Moon Knight was actually really good. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed Moon Knight. But for the next review, we're going to talk about good old Oscar Isaac playing Stephen Grant, a.k.a. Moon Knight. Now, Adam, I think you said you didn't watch Moon Knight. Uh, no, I didn't. Sorry. So I didn't uh, have nothing to offer on this one. Uh, Mark, did, you said you didn't see Moon Knight either, did you, Mark? Yes, and I enjoyed it so much. Oh, you okay, okay. So what we're going to do for you, Adam, I'll, uh, we're going to we're gonna keep it spoiler-free. Okay. I mean, look. No, look, yo, look, yo, y'all can do spoilers. It's all right. Oh, okay. Well, for we're gonna spoil Moon Knight. So (laughs) if you don't want spoilers, come. No, as a matter of fact, we'll just do on on the back half of this of this review. So first half will be spoiler free. So let's just start it off. If you if y'all don't know Moon Knight, Moon Knight is a superhero that got his powers from an Egyptian god named Khonshu, and he but. The but the hook about Moon Knight is he has multiple personalities within one body, and they all have think different powers. If I'm not mistaken, Mark, you might know better than me, but I think each personality carries a different power. I'm guessing. Uh, it's kind of like that. Like I wasn't a huge Moon Knight fan uh, in the comics and the games, uh, but it's it's kind his powers do kind of work like that a little bit. I think in this. Uh, they're gonna just make it where he just has like one or two personalities and they just have the same kind of power set. Um, but you know, it's only one episode, yeah. So, one thing about this episode that I really like, I don't know about you guys, but I got kind of a a British comedy slash memento fit, um, type feel with this movie with a little bit of venom sprinkled okay, in it. I was gonna it. say, it gives me venom meets. Night at the museum. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And in the, London, darling. So oh yeah. I mean, With a little bit of that night at the museum, sprinkle it all up in there. Yeah. But I thought the I thought the blend was actually pretty pretty nice. It, it blended pretty well. Oscar Isaac he did his thing as as Stephen Grant, which I didn't expect less from Steve. I mean Stephen Grant from Oscar Isaac because Oscar Isaac is a really good actor, and. He, I thought I felt like he played the character well. What y'all think about Oscar Isaac's performance from the first episode? He's funny. Yeah, he's funny. Uh, I think he played the character very well. That accent, um, that's probably the only bad thing I had to say was that accent. But even they make fun of it a little bit in the, in the episode, so that was kind of funny. Um, but I think he did very well, and I'm, I really can't wait to see more from him. Yeah, but what about that? I don't know what it is, but they love to make these heroes just bottom of the barrel losers like Damn. i'm talking about they nobody in the show really respects this man dang <laughs> like, he has a 
respectable job. He's a cashier. That's a respectable job. Well, I do have to say one thing, though, about Moon Knight. Like, uh, I know, like, uh, not too many of y'all are familiar about Moon Knight, but I did. He is one of the few Marvel characters I actually did, you know, uh, read about and stuff. And he does have powers, but he doesn't really have powers. You know what I mean? Like, like he has powers, but they're they're not anything special. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like like uh, a person with high athletic ability has the same strength and speed level and endurance as Moonlight. That's Moonlight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like well, so, yeah, he does have multiple personalities and what you would call powers, but the um. Uh, an Olympic athlete could mess with him though. Well, I, I think he has more. I think he, I mean, he has superhuman strength and like reflexes. I'm pretty sure of that. Nah, it's, it's, it's more like an athlete level. It's, it's not like, like, Hey, yo, he can pick up a car or anything or are you, something like that. Are you sure? Because like, like I said, if you saw, uh, well, I mean, unless they updated him, the moon Knight I know didn't really have like, um, uh, any real superpowers like yeah. like he, he he had visions or whatnot but outside of that like he, he he wasn't anything special he was just uh he he almost seemed like a marvel equivalent of batman yeah because he even has a villain that's that's basically a joker clone yeah well so that that's kind of why, like you know, when people are like, "Oh yes," yeah, I'm like, eh, the Moon Knight I know didn't really was basically just a Batman clone with mental with multiple personality disorder. Well, the thing about this show, which I really like, is that Marvel they starting to step out their comfort zone, and they getting a, they getting a little violent, a little more violent. Like you see, people get fucked up in this show. <laughs> Well, whoa, whoa, for a minute, you don't see people get fucked up in this because it's just kind of blackouts. And I actually yeah. really like that, how they how they played that for a while. Like, yeah. You're getting up for this action scene and then he blacks out his other personality and then he comes back together and you're like, how, how did this happen? Where you get this gun from? How's the truck out of gas now? How are you driving backwards? It, it was I like that whole sequence uh, right there. Oh yeah, like the like the blackout sequences were actually unique and pretty cool. As I said, it kind of has like a momentum feel to it. So I really did like that. Now, let's talk about the the one that they're setting up for the main villain, my man Ethan Hawke. Mm. I cannot wait to see how his character is because he's basically playing a crazy ass cult leader. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's all he playing. And that ooh, that very beginning of that episode, oh, that made my feet hurt. That made my feet hurt, man. Ooh, that made my feet hurt. But yeah, I mean, only thing, my only few gripes about it, the CGI is it gets a little sloppy in some parts. Like it is pretty visually bad, and like some moments when there's creatures on the screen and people getting knocked out by falling trees, it it gets it looks really bad sometimes. What what y'all think? It kind of reminds me of this movie on Netflix called Super Meme. Um, it's a K-drama where whenever this man goes to sleep, he goes to this other world um, 
where there's this creature that's trying to kill him. But um, it definitely, like I said, it definitely gives me Night at the Museum plus Super Me plus a little Venom. And I didn't know there were multiple personalities, so that's new. I thought it was just different people in one body, like not no. like actual bipolarism or yeah. Well, like he has um split. What is it split person? No, no, not schizophrenia. Split. Well, uh, it's, it's, I guess the technical term would be disassociative identity disorder. Yeah, it's like what's the name from Split? Okay, so it's yeah. Split, not at the museum, Venom. Well, <laughs> well, I wouldn't say it was really Split because all of them have the ability to fuck you up. Like, remember in Split, only that one. Oh, the Beast. Yeah, yeah the Beast had the ability mm-hmm. to fuck, but everybody could fuck you up, and I can't wait to see it because well, not him, not the regular guy. No, <laughs> he has the he has the ability, but he doesn't. But he doesn't. He's a bitch. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like he is very passive. Like even I'm like the whole time, people get fucked up around him. He's like, oh no, sorry, sorry. He pulled off his Jackie Chan. I'm sorry. He did run away like a little white woman clutching his purse. I'm like, what is that little run, man? <laughs> but uh, let's get to the spoilers now, man. This has some. This has a little bit of horror elements to it too. Very dark. Oh my god! Like, oh my god! Like I will say this on the felt about it, Mark. But Kanchu, when I first saw Kanchu, like he looked kind of stupid. <laughs> That's it the- didn't look that that's where the CGI kind of fell off a little bit for me. Like, oh, okay, like that, that clearly was bad. But, like, I mean, I get the whole horror element of it, but like, jump scares, stop relying on jump scares and just kind of how they're trying to do that. Yeah. Well, you know, that's that's uh, that's that's just horror nowadays. Everybody try to rely on the jump scare just because it's a cheap way to get get horror. But yeah, but it was it was some horror elements here and. Man, that chase scene, people would get fucked up. Yes, left and right, body. But that was the most entertaining part of the episode. People getting taken out by trees. Damn. Mark Black, and now he waking up. People are bloody. Yeah, man, but uh, I really liked it. I, I, I really liked the episode. Now, I know you weren't feeling I know Courtney wasn't feeling the very end. Like, oh, man, they left us on a clip. They left us wanting more. I kind of like it because you know, because it's giving it's getting you to hook us. Hmm. It's like we did, like you said, the blackout thing was cool, but then it proceeded for the rest of the what forty five minutes. It's like okay, we we got it. We know what you're doing, so why don't you just go ahead and and show it? And then it waits till like five seconds. And don't get me wrong, he was hella clean. Like he was cold the five minutes we did get him. But like sis, you've had us like come on now, show show us what's going on because you've been teasing us for for forty minutes. Like okay, but I gotta say when he did finally morph, it was pretty dope. So <laughs> like you said, morph because uh, I do that every time I see someone do that kind of transformation thing uh, on screen, and even if it's not Power Rangers, that's cool. Um, I I like how it ended. I I like the build up to the reveal of him. Uh, transforming into his Moon Knight costume at the end. Um, and I like how they played it. Like you said, Memento and the British comedy, the dry wit humor kind of thing. Uh, uh, the whole elevator scene was actually kind of funny to the degree, too. I guess it was meant to be more horror, but it was more comedic to me. But it it did something that the other Disney Plus series shows didn't do in their first episode. And that's hooked me and want me to see more. 
Um, I'm, if you don't know, I'm overly critical of the Disney Plus series shows, but this one was the one was like, okay, I can definitely tell they're going outside their comfort zone and they're trying to just do try new things and you know not stick to this formula that we've seen from them time and time again. Well, yeah. uh, do you guys think they're doing that because you know uh, they're trying to make some of the Netflix shows more canon? Do you think that's why they're doing that? Well, I, well, all the Netflix shows are canon. I'm, I'm all, all talking about. Net, well, they've already said out loud, outright that that these shows are canon. They've already said that outright. Okay. So, but yeah, well, but I was I was wondering if maybe like Moon Knight is our little taste of hey, it's getting you know darker. So when they finally do introduce those characters, okay. yeah, like yeah, we'll, we'll be able that. to transition to them. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that that this is just a, a light taste of the darker side of Marvel. Because uh, you can also see they're clearly setting up for like uh, something like maybe the Dark Avengers or something like that. So this would definitely be them stepping their toes in and just getting the audience used to the transition of what's about to happen for the rest of Phase 4. Yeah, I'm glad that they're actually starting to take the kid gloves off, hearsay, and start actually getting a little bit more dark and violent because i'm with it i'm with it and at first people were complaining about that moon knight costume before the show came out i don't know why i like it i thought thing looked clean yeah it looks pretty clean to me i what do you think about it mark i think it looked nice uh i mean obviously it looks like a little bulky in certain areas it's not gonna look exactly comic book accurate uh but i like it i liked it okay okay but yeah man me I really enjoyed it. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we all really enjoyed it. Adam, hopefully you'll give it a watch because it is really, really good. Oh yeah, I'll definitely check it out. I'll probably check it out once we're done. And Marvel must just have an infinite amount of money because <laughs> Oscar Isaac is not a is not a cheap dollar. <laughs> well, come on, bro. It's on Disney Plus. We all know that Mouse got tons of money. Right. Yeah, but I. I just didn't think that Oscar Isaac would be up to doing to doing shows. I normally see him in movies. I think the thing is, is this is this trend in Hollywood that everybody wants to be in the MCU, regardless yeah, of how they have to get yeah. there. Yeah, but you know what? I'm glad that I'm glad I'm here for it because I love me some Oscar Isaac. Right, but, and uh, and you could also say the same thing about Rosaria Dawson because like she. She doesn't really do TV, but she did TV for the Mandalorian and for DMZ, you know. Well, so, well, I well think the thing it's, about um, oh, no, but well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, the thing about Rosario Dawson, she's always came out saying that she is a huge comic book nerd. That's why she was in, she took um the role in the Netflix shows because she like I want to play Night Nurse. So, yeah, so Rosario Dawson been doing this. She's a huge Star Wars fan. That's why she was. She was campaigning herself to play Ahsoka, Ahsoka Tano in the Star Wars stuff. Okay. But yeah, man, Moon Knight was a uh, pretty good, pretty dark, a little bit funny, not too, not too serious. Yeah. Well, and I don't know about y'all, but I also think that uh some actors are trying to go more towards streaming services because it's clearly the future. And I don't know, guys. I think movie theaters are kind of on their way out. Most definitely. I just hope that they're not because certain movies I still want, certain films I want to see in theaters. Like 
I feel my end game. I don't want to just watch it at home. I, I gotta be in a I gotta be in an audience, man. Like there's so many moments in that movie where I just jumped up, jumped up, just screaming. So I don't want to just do that at home. It just sound crazy. Can I tell you what I think? I think that what's gonna happen is the bigger companies that have um I think Netflix might be out the door too if they don't get with it. Because like right. Disney can easily once once theaters die down, you think Disney can't afford to put a theater on their lot and only show their shit? And people will come. Like if Disney owns th- a theater just for their stuff, people will come. Like um so they already own AMC or behind AMC or a parent company of them. And like Amazon, they've got you know, they got streaming services, but I think eventually those big platforms like Amazon and Disney, if Netflix doesn't start doing something else, they may go under too. Because all they have is the streaming service. That is well, true. It all depends. Even though they started this thing, like you have to evolve. They should know they took out Blockbuster. So they right and, and Blockbuster, you know, was was a juggernaut or whatnot. So hey. Yeah. That was a big that was a big Titan to take down and they did it. So if I don't want Netflix to be smelling themselves so much that they think they can't be taken out because they started this because all that happened is big companies just took your idea and added it to their already big conglomerate. So Netflix better start selling some merch or doing some something, shaking some ass or something because they- <laughs> <laughs> the- uh, shake, shake your ass for that Netflix. You know what I mean, but yeah, theaters are out the door and I think this big platforms like Disney and Amazon are probably going to take that over for the few theater heads. And since since they own them, they're probably going to be hella expensive. I don't know. I just I don't know how that's going to go. But like your random run of the mill family owning a theater type of thing, or two business partners owning a theater type of thing. I don't know. Well, we gonna see. We gonna see how the how these streaming wars go, because now everybody got a damn subscription service if they're right. smart they do yeah yeah man like Par- paramount plus can eat a dick I- i'm sorry ain't much up there's not much i want to watch on paramount plus hey man they got iCarly. come on yeah but- and they got boss baby too right I- they got iCarly. <laughs> but uh- <laughs> wow <laughs> i'm not like the first boss baby i didn't see the point of them doing a second one like you know what man, the second one was better than the first one mm. agree to disagree agree to disagree well, they didn't have Tobey Maguire. I don't know why, but well, you know, we agree to disagree on that. But I think we all can agree here on this podcast that uh, this Bel Air reboot was actually pretty good. Man, oh yeah, probably the best scripted television of the year so far. Well, I'm gonna let y'all talk on. Like, I have my thoughts, my initial thoughts on the season season one. What y'all think about it? Well, ladies first. So go ahead, Courtney. That shit fire. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm okay. So, oh, that's good. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm oh, not yeah. a great person. I, I came into it expecting garbage. I'm not even gonna lie. I, I was like, what? Leave it be, you know. And I, then I saw the guy and I was like, what? You know, I just oh I was like, hell no. But I gave it a chance because Will gave it his stamp of approval. And boy, was I wrong. They whoever these writers are. These are some writers. These are some storytellers because they took the source material and flipped it on its ass and fleshed it out. Every single character is more than just what they originally were. Like 
Will, yeah, he's from, he's still that same story, but my boy played piano like fucking Mozart. You know, he's showing emotions. He's sleeping with his cousin's ex. Like, you know, he's, it's, he, everybody had, you know, Carlton is doing Xanax. He suffers from anxiety or was it? Is that what he has? Yeah, yeah anxiety. Yeah. You know, Uncle Phil is running for DA, but you know, just everybody has something going on. Even, even Jazz. Jazz is so sexy in this show. Like, he is so much more than what he was. He's, He's um, a business owner. He's smart. He's logical. He stands up for women. He's fly. He's not just some dummy that comes around and visits Will. Like, they really took their time with this, and it shows. Yeah, I got to well, agree. Like, I'll, I'll let you go, Adam. I'll go last. Well, I, I was going to say, like, well, what I, what I think they did with a lot of them is just made their characters a little bit more dramatic. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I know this is going to sound weird, but uh, Jazz did, I want to say, own a record store in the original show too so you know like like basically they just took some of like the dumbness from the characters and just made them more dramatic and also they had more uh to me more like visual cues to it because i don't know if any of y'all noticed but even will smith's hair is kind of in the shape of a crown you know what wow. i mean like I, I don't know if anybody else like kind of picked up on that but i did well, I noticed he had the the fade, like the original fade style, but I didn't see a crown. Like, like you didn't, he didn't really have the original fade style because you know he had like uh, Will Smith had a flat top. Well, you know, his not... wasn't really flat. Like his kind of like staggered, you know, kind of in the shape of a crown. And I kind of di I didn't really notice it until the last episode when I saw the artwork that uh, Aunt Viv did of him. And I was like, oh, snap, his hair kind of looks like a crown. I don't know why I didn't notice that. Yeah. yeah so, so that was just for me. So what else you think about? Like, you just talking about the crown mostly. <laughs> well, but I, I actually really, really enjoyed it. Like, uh, I especially like Jeffrey because, you know, uh, they used to call him G in Fresh Prince. And it's like, oh, no, nah, he, he really is a G now. Mm-hmm. You know, like he he had some gangster to him, and also, uh, like I said, all the actors they seem to nail their parts really, really well. And I did like the changes. Uh, I even liked uh, how they made I uh, how they made I, I was about to call him Ice Trey, but uh, he was just Trey in this one. Uh, how they had him more um, involved in the story, and. Um, I don't know. The only thing that I just kind of didn't like is uh, Ashley's character. She just kind of faded into the back a little too much for me. Like in, in Fresh Prince, it seemed like she was much more main. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but what would it you is like, shoot, she's invisible. All right. Well, um, Mark, what'd you initially think about it? Uh, I like. I like it. I like it. Um, when it first came out and it was a reboot, a dramatization of the original series, I, I was kind of skeptical at first because I was like, who, who asked for this? But after watching the first few episodes and, and really getting into it, I was really happy. Uh, I was really happy with the result and glad that it was something that I had to spend more money on to watch. So I'm glad that it was good. Uh, I can't wait for season two myself. Um, all everybody who's in it, all the actors, they did a great job uh replaying these legendary characters. We all know Jazz is definitely my favorite character just by how they revamped him a little bit piece by piece, and he's just not the 
uh, the the dumb guy that we he's always used to be. And I like the depth that they put behind some of the other characters, uh, like Carlton. He's not just a square. He there's something else there. So I I really enjoyed it. Okay, now for me, I really did like it. Like I've told y'all, the season um season one in episode one for for that review for episode one is really like a very it's a like a long special episode that they used to do every now and then that's basically what this is because this whole thing is played serious but i like that because it could stand on its own if it didn't have the fresh prince label to it i really like that i love the characters i love the casting all the casting was good carlton was probably one of my favorite characters from the from it because he had the most shit going on. I'm still waiting for him to be coked up and do the concert dance. I'm waiting on that. I'm waiting on <laughs> it. Wow. Did he really have the most shit going on or was he I, I kind of got entitled baby from him because if anybody had the most shit going on, obviously it was Will. What? But Carlton being who he is constantly made things about him and his little anxiety. Man, I love that. The fact that he was a diva. I love that. He is, he is a diva right. before but but yeah like my only my only gripe about it but it didn't bring the show down too much for me it was just like a lot of the subplots that they did it was like like um stopping like stop and go some of them i could like i would have trimmed down a little bit on a little bit on them but it did take me out of it too much yeah but it was a lot of them a lot of those uh subplots like y'all could have just what waited till next season to do some of this agree like with the killer it's like he died and that was it we never talked about that shit again it was on to will's dad i was like you're not gonna let us know what happened is he secretly still alive did jeffrey do it did he not do it find out next time on never so it's like okay (laughs) and it was like now we're talking about hillary and her shit and then we're on the will's dad it felt like they're trying to rush it like they're scared they're not gonna get more seasons and i'm like stretch it out baby well, I could see them doing that because nowadays, even if people don't, even if people like your show, there's not a chance that you're going to get a season two. Like Archive 81. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Archive 81. Archive 81, people were loving it. And then they said, oh, y'all love that shit. Lovecraft Country, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, Lovecraft Country, I can see why, because they, they kind of covered everything from the book. So... And that I'm I would be afraid for them to freelance it on their own because HBO Max is still Warner Brothers, and I still don't trust Warner Brothers like that. And, and also, look at what they did to the Crow. Once they got off the comic book, that sh- shit just went downhill. Oh yeah, the Crow. Yeah, the, the Crow. Like, first movie, ass. great. <laughs> After that, it's like, damn, uh, we didn't need any of this. Game of Thrones too, so yeah, I see, I can see. Yeah, Game of Thrones. I'm afraid about that because the, it, I don't think it's even based off a book, is it? Or is it based off one? Yeah, is it based off? No, I think it's based off the prequel book, if I'm mistaken. I and mean, I'm still gonna watch it. I, I fucked with Game of Thrones. Yeah, so. but <laughs> just that season eight was like, what? Oh shit! I'm I'm gonna watch the Elden Ring. So the Elden Ring. What? Yeah, yeah. You know the Lord of the Rings uh uh thing that's coming out on Prime. But, oh, yeah. oh, I'm about, about to say, that's, the, about that's a game. No, nah, no, nah, yeah, they, they're coming out with a show for it, you know, with the elves that had the rings of power. I don't think it's called the Elder Ring, though. If it is, is if it, it is, uh, it's not. 
No, because they finna get copyrighted, man. <laughs> man, Jeff Bezos can afford anything, so. Well, well, like, but yeah. Now, we're going to go around with our ratings. For me, this was a movie. It was a movie theater. Can't give it going, man, because like you said, Courtney, it was just something. They just said, all right, we're going to introduce this. We're throwing that shit out the door. We don't got time for that. I can't I can't I gotta be fair because like the some of them subplots I like oh I'm I'm fucking with it but then like so y'all ain't gonna say if Jeffrey off this nigga or not uh, uh okay and then like I wish they would have like saved the dad for season two facts I, I wish they would have saved that season two or let, later down the line because there was like I said it's so much in here that they were focusing on like then I was really mad at like the whole how he just ended his campaign. That was like that's like Luster. I kind of wanted shit to pop off where he had where, where he though. had to leave. I was like they put it where he yeah, had to I leave. I wanted both of them to put that dirt out there. Put that shit out there. Let's see who's dirt's worse. But <laughs> actually, you know what? I like that. I, I did like the fact that he did just quit because he didn't want to expose his nephew and he also didn't want to uh you know uh step in the way of his uh wife's progress so like yeah i know y'all are a little bit upset okay, okay, y'all wanted to see the drama but honestly i thought that was a good way of doing it okay I, I agree with adam with that but do you think he did it um out of a pure intention or just to prove jeffrey wrong because he saw what jeffrey was saying was coming to fruition well hell that's that was that was okay too honestly Really is fuck Uncle Phil for me. Man, <laughs> man, fuck that dude. He, he fired Jeffrey because he was prideful. He lied to his wife. He lied to his nephew. This nigga is trash. Like, <laughs> damn. But did uh, he not though? Hey, look, he he's not everybody. He's not every black kid's uncle anymore. All right. He, he, he he, this ain't the James Avery Uncle Phil. Get that through hey, your head, man. <laughs> hey, oh, you're right. <laughs> but one thing I did like, I like how they didn't try to make Carlton and Will. Um, they ain't try to like just force them like, oh, they fuck with each other. Now I like, I do like how yeah, Carlton's a dick. But but even at the very end of the episode, he was like Will was the only one that didn't get. Will's actually tried to. Not, he didn't turn his back on me. I want to turn my back. I I did I did like that. Even though Lisa and Lisa and Carlton ain't shit for what they did to Will. I still. Lisa? No, nobody in this show, nobody in this show is shit because everybody got their own fucked up shit. Um, well, got, Ashley's okay and Hillary what, ain't what, ain't terrible. Ashley got hella messy on that last two episodes. <laughs> She's been throwing that shade out. <laughs> I said, okay, Ashley, we know you ain't got no camera time, but you ain't gotta be little Miss Messy Boots now. And she's like, oh, oh, what did she do that was so messy? I'm trying okay, to okay. At the art show, Carlton was looking at that picture clearly of Will. Here she come, uh coming over like the old lady from church. Ooh. Nice photo. What do you think about that? Oh, I guess you should have been watching the throne, brother. And then Mosey's off with her messy ass. Uh-uh, uh-uh, Ashley. They just getting good. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're reading a little bit too much. Really? Oh. <laughs> I don't know, but but like I said, one thing I did like, I did because I was wondering, like, I wonder Will and Carlton going to still hate each other, but I, I did like, like the last episode, like, okay, I can rock with it. I can rock with it. I can roll with it because, like, that anxiety episode, I like, damn, I, I low key feel bad for him. I kind of want to start doing the Carlton dance while he was coked up in that episode, but 
Man, look, Damn. I want to do the call today while he is under the influence. I need that. I Man, need yo, that. it, it would have been a perfect time to introduce it if they were going to put it in there. I'm just saying, wow. he, he had nothing else to say, just, just started dancing. Wow. I honestly think they rushed their mending that relationship as well. They could have stretched them being enemies out for at least a good two seasons so that when he's like, the last episode was good, but I really didn't feel like those words were true. And not because he wasn't selling the performance because it was absolutely beautiful, but it's like, okay, y'all cool now? Like, you was, you just knocked this nigga out into a pool? Like, but okay, I digress. Yeah, I feel like they could have stretched that little, you know, verses out. It's still kind of there. Just like when he was looking at that picture, like my mother yeah. drew a picture of my of her nephew. The beef is still here. You yeah, know? I'm not saying it's not still there, but he's still he's starting to he's like he's still he's starting to care more about Will because he could have been like, man, fuck Will. <laughs> like he has been been. No, but, <laughs> but he, he could just say, fuck, well, I'm not going to go look for him, but he's actually trying to look oh, for the last episode. Okay, yeah. yeah, like I said, that was that episode from like, front to end was beautiful, but I just feel like... Like, they're not completely cool. Now They're not completely cool, but he's still actually starting to care about Will, is what yeah. I'm saying. Okay. Well, well now, me, I don't think that they should have kept him as enemies. I just don't think they should have gotten as friendly as they were. Like, like to me, him having like that Becky. little that dramatic moment with Lisa or whatnot, I think that should have been like more of a look. Will and I, we have an agreement not to step on each other's toes, and um, you know, my family really cares about him, and I know you love him. He's gone, and if you don't do this, Lisa, this will be the worst mistake you ever made. I honestly think that's how you should have approached that little scene with Lisa than anything. Yeah. You know, to where he could still have his little dickish moment or whatnot, and they're not fully friends. Yeah, well. I mean, that that's just me, though. That's how I would have wrote it. Yeah, well, for me, like I said, in, in my rating, it's a movie theater. It's a very high movie theater. Borderline gourmet, but like I said, them subplots. Oh, them subplots. A lot of them were just like, y'all could have just waited the next season if you want to introduce a lot of subplots. Because it's a lot of them. It's a lot of them that they try to juggle, but I, I don't think they were as confident in the property as they as that we want them to be. Especially now, I hope they don't put the shit on hold. Well, but but you guys though, one little subplot thing that y'all mentioned you had a problem with, with, which was like you know knowing if Jeffrey was the one to kill old boy. I like the fact that they could probably bring that back later. You know what? You are absolutely right. And like, I, I, I that, that's one of the subplot things that they like just kind of dropped off. Where I'm like, and, uh, I'm like, well, they they probably will mention it later. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you, you know, because in uh, Fresh Prince, he uh, they go back to Philly and they all go and visit or whatnot. That'll probably be when he finds out what you know G did. I'm sorry, Jeffrey. I don't know why I called him G, but right. you know. That's when they'll pro uh, he'll probably find out about that. Okay, I can see that. So you know, they, it, it's still up in the air for it. Now with the other subplots just all of a sudden dropping off. Yeah, I'm with y'all on that, but but that one, man, that that's still plausible to come back. Well, we gonna see, like we gonna see for the future. But I gave my written. What you gonna give it? 
it's gourmet for me, honey. They deliver the casting. We got a beautiful black family. They're well to do. Everybody's dressing to impress. The drama is there. The storyline is there. True enough, they did. I did notice when they kind of moved on from that, but the story is so well written. I don't even mind. I will say that I feel like Rashad was their most interesting subplot. And after he was dead, I won't say it dropped, but dropped a little, but it was still good. So, um, I really, before I get my rating, would like to know how do y'all feel that his family handled that situation in the last episode? Like honestly, that's a slippery slope. <laughs> Cause like, like I said, reason why I know why I can relate to Will because like I didn't grow up with the father. At least my father came back in my life, but Will's it's kind of slip. It's kind of checkered because we still really don't know the truth we don't know like we don't really know what happened because I feel, everybody lying that's yeah, why. like yeah. everybody lying like um like aunt Vim, uncle feel like oh you're no good for him then um the mom oh, yeah. and then the mom was like i forgot what the mom said I was like but when i heard like that's some bullshit i completely agree i feel like when he went off on them it was so well deserved because it's I'm a single mom, so I get you want to protect your kids. But at the end of the day, it is up to that child. If they, unless he's like a serial child rapist or something, it is up to that child to decide whether they want to deal with their father or not. That is his choice. He's 17. And y'all, why would you tell a four-year-old, hey, your dad left you? Instead of just having a, you know, it's a big kid conversation, but daddy is in prison. Do you know how that probably fucked up his psyche and you could have just told the truth, bitch? Yeah. But well, well, honestly though, I'm I from what I got from that little discussion, I think Lou may have told Aunt Viv not to not to uh talk about that. You know what I mean? Cause the the way he was talking about hey, he didn't like seeing his dad locked up and all that stuff. I like I know how y'all may feel about it, but I think Lou yeah. actually did tell uh will's mom hey just tell him i left maybe maybe yeah if it were me i would not want my children to see me like that but do not tell them it was you i left you you know tell them i'm at school or something but you know so I, can, I get it whatever whatever what else can you go for that long like <laughs> hell i'm in the military or something i don't know but oh my god but just telling him hey he just <laughs> He just said fuck you to a four-year-old is very damaging. And I feel like they all were selfish. And as far as Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv, when he told them, you abandoned me too, I haven't seen you in a decade. I was, I've was i been waiting for him to say that since the first episode. Where the fuck well, have y'all been for 10 and years? And if you remember, I told you, give some time, they'll, they'll pay it off. And they did. Did they? What's the explanation? Where they been? They piece of shit. But, <laughs> but hey, speaking of Lou, I... I'm glad my boy, um, I bought some Marlon Brando. I'm glad my boy Marlon Wayne is actually, you know, trying to get more serious roles. But the past two roles, he just played a dirt bag. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can understand the dad. Like, I don't condone it because I feel like they should have just told the boy the truth. But I get that he was embarrassed and didn't want that for him. But pride is a motherfucker. When it comes to kids, you have to. Pride don't even matter. You know, it's about the child. But I understand his his excuse. Yeah, but I, well, but I, I ain't gonna lie though. As soon like he brought that mama up though. Nah, well, well, but, hold, but, hold, uh, hold on, hold on, Adam. But oh, I will ahead. say, 
I will say this though. At first, like, oh, they bonded. This was the mom, bro, boy. Them, that boy Marlon Wayne, boy, put that grip on his neck. He ain't got too comfortable. You don't bring up Ma Jones, but also we don't know. Maybe she was part of the shit that got him in prison. But this is not the conversation to bring that up. He got too comfortable. I was like, you didn't fucked up the moment, nigga. And there we go. Yeah. Now, what was that, Adam? Well, I was going to say this, though, like with being a parent, though, sometimes stuff like that does go through your mind of whether or not I should tell my child this or whether or not I should tell my child that, because uh, y'all don't notice. But when it comes to my daughter or whatnot, like uh, some people around me who were family members was like, hey, man, just uh, just get full custody of your daughter and pretend like her mom never even existed. Like even tell her that she, uh, you know, you can even tell her that she was dead. What the fuck? But okay. yeah, like, believe it or not, like what happened to him, that stuff does happen in families more often than you think when it comes to relatives and testy situations like that, especially yeah. if the kid is young enough not to ever remember them. I can see that. You know what I mean? Like, like with my daughter uh, or whatnot, she wasn't even two yet when you know her mom was gone or whatnot so you know it i could have easily just written her completely out of the story right but i chose not to because i was like nah somebody did that that shit to me with my child i'd be more pissed off than ever so i just let her form her own opinion of her you know because uh her mom was doing some some stuff you know what i mean but uh right. she got better now so she's back in her life but and uh at one point that was an option for me i just declined to take that option right right kind of like you know, on queen sugar um that mom was jacked up like she was hooking and the the baby was in there while she was hooking okay we might want to consider writing that type of parent off but just because he went to prison there are worse things for a robbery for an assault well, I don't know. They did say he beat the bad half to death. He'll be all right. What like, the? Like, I mean, <laughs> what in the? I'm saying though, if it ain't nothing heinous like no rape or child molestation, child rape, beating half to death is attempted murder. The guy said he owed him money. Did the nigga owe him the dollars or not? Well, they well, well okay, they that, 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 that they, also <laughs> doesn't matter because it's from person to person. You know what I mean? Right. That's my whole thing. Like, yo, what, whether or not you think it's a serious crime or not, that that has no bearing on what the other parent thinks. You know what I mean? Right. And, and like I said, to me, from what Lou was saying about his relationship with his dad, you know, I honestly think that Lou kind of told them, just tell him I left. Yeah. He never right. mentioned that, but I kind of. I kind of think he had that thought process of, of hey yo, just tell him I left, and that might get brought up. I hope it does. I hope, like like he said, we kind of just jumped into it so quickly, and now we're at the season finale. They could have just waited till season two so they could fully flesh it out because now he didn't mention that the mama was part of the con, and that's when the fight popped off. And now we want to know was she exactly that's that's some more backstory that they could come up with and sometimes that's what shows do especially when they don't know if they're gonna get a second season they kind of rush it and then they come back and do a little bit of the backstory because hell there are shows that even have backstory seasons all right well you know what i mean so that, that well, kind of what they're doing so i think i think honestly what they're doing is trying to just keep some doors open because 
like I, I know y'all are saying, oh, hey, uh, they cut him off from his dad, but I honestly think his dad told them to do that. I don't know. Like, I, I know I know y'all don't feel that way, but I, I I can if I was locked up like like yeah, okay, like uh my brother, he's in that situation or whatnot, and he wants to see his kids. But I'm telling you, me with how I am as a person, always kind of wanting to seem strong to people and everything, I would personally tell folks if my child was too young to remember, don't let that kid know I'm even around. Well, um, you know what I mean? Especially well, if I think I'm going to be in there for life or whatnot, I'd be like, no, nah, don't don't tell that kid I'm even around. Tell him I died. Uh, if if uh, if uh, it turns out I want to make a connection with him or he does wind up finding out I'm alive, we'll deal with it then. I don't know. That That, that is literally how I would be. Because I would not like want somebody seeing I would not want my kids seeing me in a cage like that. It seems like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you lie and say you died or you ran away, that's going to cause a psychological effect on the kid versus seeing you behind bars. That's a different type of trauma in itself. Um, I, I, I personally, I don't know. The type of person I am, if I did something to be locked up for life or something, I probably would be like, hey, just don't even tell them I'm alive or whatever. I can understand that aspect because I'm not going to be this so why give him that hope that i'm eventually going to come back i can understand that but that's i guess the situation i don't know well what'd you think about the show overall mark um i like the show overall like i said i can't wait to see a season two uh what's your grading system on your podcast uh the movie theater i give it movie theater okay okay movie theater I, I so i'm the only gourmet well i don't know adam did adam give his rating no, nah, I didn't give my rating. I, I was going to give it like low gourmet, you know, um, definitely Morton's restaurant, but I don't, I wouldn't give it like Gordon Ramsay go, gourmet. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, it's, we all love the show and let's hope it gets a season two. Now, this show is based off of the show that Will Smith did back in the day. So let's talk about the original reference, y'all. If y'all don't know, if you or if you lived under a rock or you went to, to space, uh last week at the Oscars, <laughs> something happened. It was the slap heard around the world. Shit, I woke up thinking that Will slapped the shit out of me. But <laughs> if <y'all, laughs> you don't know, last week while Chris Rock was presenting um an one of the Oscars, he made a joke about Jada. Will didn't like that. He proceeded to go up to him, and he just straight up dolomited that man, slapped his <laughs> feet out. Yeah, in short. <laughs> <laughs> and now, I'm not really going to talk about it much because it's already been said. I'm just going to address some of the things that I've heard that people have been trying to put their personal agendas on it. But I'm going to let y'all go. What are y'all thoughts on the slap? I'll let Courtney go first. Why I gotta go first? I mean, ladies first. Oh, no. Right, we got manners, damn. Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I won't say much because I know it's a you know I am the only lady here, and there are certain perspectives that only I can see. Um, I just from what I've been observing, they have been most definitely trying to crucify Will Smith like Jesus Cristo. 
and are succeeding. Um, we're, that's why he said, I hope we're getting a um, season two because they're stalling his other projects. And I just think it's, I think it's whack. Um, I don't condone violence. I wish he would have handled it another way because the last thing you want to do is let people see that they're getting to you. It, it gives people like that a little bit of satisfaction. Um, however, I do understand the actions. I, I can condone it. I cannot condone it and still understand it. Um, as far as Chris Rock, he is a veteran comedian and I feel like he could have handled this better. Whatever team he has writing for him should have done their research and whoever wrote the joke, I don't know if it was on the fly or if it was a written joke, either way, it kind of left him in a really bad position because he was unprepared. And I feel like somebody that's been in the game 30 years, this is a, a rookie mistake. So, and furthermore, you know, you have bad history with these people. I just, I feel like on both ends, it could have been handled better. Okay. I, I can appreciate that one. Mm. What about you? Uh, who wants to go next? I'll let Mark go first. Oh, um, I'm going to disagree with Courtney. Uh, but I'm going to disagree with Courtney on a couple of things. But I'm going to just say it obviously was a bad look on Will Smith. Uh, you're there to receive a prestigious award that shows you you made it to the mountaintop in your career. And you, like he said in his uh, acceptance speech, he let the devil uh, get to him. And he, he went and smacked Chris Rock when he didn't have to. There's been so many other things he could have did to handle that situation. You know, black man to black man. Uh, if, it's, if it is the case of defending his wife's honor, dumbest way to do it. Dumbest way possible. Like, why would you defend your wife's honor, but also mess with, with, with your career and ultimately the thing that's keeping you all together. Two, um, in the sense of, for the sake of Chris Rock, he is a comedian. His job is to make fun of people. Whether he or his team knew she had alopecia or not, is alopecia, it's not cancer, it's not, you're not dying. Uh, you're a public figure. You put a lot of your personal business out there. The red table talks got you in trouble already. Why be mad when someone makes a, not even an offensive joke at you? And and if that's the joke, if you want to die on that hill, you're going to be mad at anyone making jokes at you. Why that joke? Why not what Regina Hall said about your entanglement and how you allow Will to do whatever and bring that up? I feel like that was a bigger stab uh, in the gut than anything else that any other comedian said. And another thing, I watched the whole Oscars after it happened. Every comedian, everybody that got up on stage before and after it happened was getting into Will and Jada and making fun of them lightheartedly like they did everybody else. Okay. Um, Adam, what you think, man? What's your thoughts? Like, well, my thoughts on it is like, okay, what, what I mainly just hate about the whole situation is that situation has the black community really split. Just because people are, uh, don't know whether to side with Will or, or Chris Rock on this one. So that's just kind of my whole thing. Like, to, to me, personally, I don't think Will Smith handled it the right way. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm with Mark when he said G.I. Jane. It's like, yo, he, he said G.I. Jane. Now, if he said Terms of Endearment too, I get that one. 
because that's about a cancer patient. You know what I mean? Right. But but you know, GI Jane, that chick was a badass in that movie, and it's and she cut her hair willfully. You know what I mean? Like she, uh, it had to be cut off because she was doing the whole navel exercise thing. Well, I'm gonna cut you off there so. because like. I'm gonna cut you off there just because, like, the whole badass thing. First of all, the movie sucked. So, oh my god, <laughs> the movie sucked, and it really didn't really show much of a badass. And the thing is, after thinking about, it, I get why why Jade is upset. Like, I do feel bad. I do feel bad because, like, you know, not everybody looking, not trying to make a joke, but not everybody looking at her bald head. So, I, I do feel I. Do, don't laugh at me. I do feel her. I do feel bad for her because, like, damn, now all the attention is on that on her bald head. But I just didn't agree with Will, and I guess the reason why it kind of irked at me more. It kind of it kind of got on my skin more because it was just two black men up on stage with, and that it, that what really hurt me. Like, damn, that's what really hurt me, and. Like I said, I get he's trying to defend his wife's honor, but I also feel like he's also trying to save face for himself as well. It can be two. It can be two. It can't be. I agree with that. Yeah, like I do it, too, man. Because Will been taking a lot of shit, <laughs> and I'm part of the problem because some of the entanglement memes were kind of funny. I'm I'm not going to lie. Some of the entanglement memes were kind of funny. But I do feel bad for Jada because now, well, they're all about to try to make a buck off because I'm pretty sure it's going to be Red Table Talk eventually. Oh yeah, and, and and like I said, like um, Chris Rock, maybe he could have said something. Maybe he could have made fun of a feed or something. I, I I don't know. He could have, maybe he should have stayed away from the head. <laughs> maybe he could stay away from the head. But after hearing some of these comedians, I will say I'm glad he didn't say some of the shit that has been said because there's been a lot of other shit that has been said. Well, right. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. It seemed like there was just a grudge there between the Smiths and Chris Rock in the first place. It didn't matter what Chris Rock said. Jada Smith's name came out his mouth. That's what set her off. That's what set Will off. Even though Will did laugh at it initially, everybody seen the footage. He was laughing when it first happened. Then something happened when the camera turned back, and Will go do what he do. Um, again. I'm not defending Chris Rock, but do we live in that day and age now where you can't say something and not mean it in a hateful way? Like, you know, a comedian, they their job is to make fun of things, to make light of the situation. You go the most honest route possible and make a lighthearted joke and you get smacked in front of a billion people. On, on your job is, is that's the day and age we're living in where we're just saying that comedy is dead. We can't make fun of nobody because we don't know how sensitive or what's going to trigger somebody. Well, I'm, I, my, my thing about that, like I said, comedy, it can be a very great area because you don't know who you're going to offend. So I, I don't know. Maybe they should just stop having comedians at the Oscars. And first of all, if you watch the Oscars, like a lot of these, a lot of these jokes ain't funny. Like a lot of these jokes ain't funny, and I feel like people at the Oscars just laugh at the jokes just because it's the Oscars. We 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 got enough money to be here, so they say. I guess they're obligated to laugh at the jokes. But some of them, a lot of the jokes ain't. To be honest, majority of the jokes ain't funny, and that's why I just stopped watching the Oscar. Like man, this is why the Oscar bullshit because ain't ain't nothing really fun about this. Only thing I really do like about the Oscars is that people get their moment to shine. Now I will say this. 
I will say that Will, yes, Will's wrong, but I, Chris, in a way, is wrong because maybe, like I said, he he could have went after her feet or something. I don't know. Do, do she got big feet? No, she's Uh-oh. like 5'11". Oh. Hey, you, hey, you got 4'11", has some big feet, now, man. Toes we're hanging out over her shoe. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone else made jokes about their entanglement thing, and they put that, they put that out there, you know? And I think because they're so open, you know, people feel like they can say anything. And there were like at least three or four jokes made before the slap joke. I mean, you know, about the entanglement. I don't think they care about people, what they have to say about that, because it's out there. But, you know, when you start snapping on somebody's appearance, did anyone else's actual appearance? Well, her and LeBron James. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's just time. I don't think comedy has to die. I think like it's been doing and like every other art, it has to evolve. But I, well, but I, I don't think comedy can evolve to where it doesn't offend people. That's that's the only thing. Like everybody always saying comedy has to evolve. Like to to me, it's just some people just gotta realize, yo, not everything is meant to be offensive. And to me, this was one of those situations where where it was like that 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 joke to me wasn't offensive at all. Right. You know, I'm, I'm just going to be God honest, truthful. Even when Chris Rock said, hey, that was a nice one, I was thinking the same thing. Well, well, well first like, of all, I'm like, like well, hey, yeah, that, he, he didn't really go after her that hard. Well, first of all, the joke was bad. Like first, of all, it, it it really wasn't a good. It was like all the other. It wasn't wasn't a good joke. I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty for damn. He could have said something uh, a whole lot more funny. But I can't say it might not matter to us. But it matters to Jada. But I I just wish she didn't put that out there like that. Like I didn't know this. I don't. I didn't know she put out a video talking about her bald head and how she don't give two craps. I, I was like, why why did you just say that? Now you're gonna give people a reason to say like, well, she don't care about it. Right. Then do it. But I, it, I, it, I wish. It, you, um, you know what? And that's only a thirty second clip of an entire interview where she goes through the pictures of how the process started, and also just because someone says a thing doesn't necessarily mean it's always true. Maybe today I am proud of my bald head. Maybe when you make a joke about it in front of thousands of my peers. I'm shrinking again. And that's why I said I wasn't really expecting, you know, from a council of men to understand because black women, hair is not no joke to us at all. And hey, if I'm I'm bald. Wearing, you know, if but that's kind of more acceptable as a man. I'm gonna tell you now, if I wake up tomorrow morning and my hair is falling out in the shower, I might commit suicide. Like hair is important to us. It is it is that serious. Like I would be devastated. No, hair I understand. Is I grew up in a household full of women who who do hair for a living, so I understand how important hair is to a woman. My mother and grandmother are going through the beginning stages of alopecia themselves, and they make jokes about it. I get it's one of those things that they can do it and nobody else can, but like you got to look at it like this from this standpoint. We're all here on this podcast. We're black. Everybody on that stage that was involved, the Smiths and Chris Rock, they black. We all in black culture have uh this thing where we do the joneses the dozens or whatever and we yeah. just make fun of each other in a lighthearted way you know it's like a term of endearment show we only doing this because we care about you if we didn't care about you we wouldn't make fun of you to show you that you just one of us and yeah. i feel like that you know on stage in front of all those white people that was could have should have been that type of moment where we handled it within the community, but because it happened on national television, what, what else could happen? Um, right. and 
like I said, you know, everybody had their role to play, and to some lesser extent, people are at fault. I feel yeah. like Jaden might have said something to Will that got him to do that because otherwise he wouldn't have done that. Will being an emotional being that night that it was for him. And Chris Rock, you know, Chris Rock, uh, along with Jerry Seinfeld and Louis C.K., who is now canceled, and Ricky Gervais have all come out and said uh, how the new generations treats comedy and how uh, the Gen Z uh, culture uh, treats comedy and how you can't say things or have comedy the way how it used to be. Because I've heard like like Gen Z stand up, it's it's not funny. It's really yeah. Uh, and I'm with you on that. I've heard Gen Z stand up too, and it's it's bad. It's like they just make fun of mundane things in the day. And I'm like, that's that's not really funny. Maybe it's funny to them because it's not offensive to nobody. But like, I mean, I I grew up watching like comedy, uh, Def Comedy Jam, and and Comic View. Comic View, yeah. And uh, the uh, the kings of comedy, like all that was just. Richard Pryor and Red Fox, all these legendary black comedians. Uh, Eddie Murphy, go look at Raw. Go look at Raw right now. Yeah, we just watched Raw a few weeks okay. ago. Actually. Yeah. Well, but, um, and, and well, to me though, it's it's just this. People got to realize something. It's just a damn show. It's not how those people actually necessarily feel about it. I have, you know to, what I, mean? I have to disagree with that because it's kind of like Facebook when people are like, it's just Facebook. If you repost something to a certain degree, you do, you, you know, to a certain degree, you agree with this. Whether it's your mantra that you live by or not, you are allowing the public to think by saying this joke that I'm okay with it because I'm going to tell you now, if you write down something for me to say and I'm not feeling it or I think it might hurt my brand, I'm not going to say it. So Chris Rock was perfect, despite the fact that he made an entire documentary about the importance of hair to black women. I was waiting for you to bring still that. said that joke. And well, I think that's what makes it worse is you can't, time, you can't do both. You can't advocate for us and be like, love your hair, rock your hair, champion black women hair, and then double back and clown a sister in front of her peers just because y'all have bad blood. Like... To me, both men could have handled this situation. Oh yeah, better. I don't, I don't disagree with you, but I'm just saying. I guess the thing that really makes that really crawled under my skin. Yes, I. Everybody knows. I think the Oscars are bullshit, but I do love to see when people finally get their moment to shine. And even though I haven't seen the documentary for Quest Love, I'm going to watch it now because shoot, now like now it's been overshadowed by this. I felt bad for Quest Love because yeah, he got his Oscar, mm -hmm. but. That was his moment, and it was overshadowed by Will Smith decided he wanted to be Dolomite that day and slap the shit out of Chris Rock. And same with we had an Afro-Latina win for Best best Actress or, or was it actress. Supporting, supporting Actress for West Side Story. Yeah. And then a, a black director, which you could tell because he made sure to get all that drama. Will Packer was is the first black producer for the Oscars, and then Will Smith it's like even this slap is over. Like nobody's talking about Will's Oscar. They're talking about the slap. And that's why I'm mad. like, bro, you like this slap, it overshadowed even your achievement. Like this is your crowning achievement. And like, like I said, I'm going to address some of the things, some of the things that people are saying. I'm like, a lot of that don't make sense, but, but, but okay. But I feel, yes, both parties are wrong, but I just hate that it happened because it was black people in tuxedos, man. Supposed to be sophisticated in this. 
this happens, I'm like, man, come on, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I completely right. agree with what you're saying. There were so many talented people, Beyonce, you know, the We Don't Talk About Bruno was odd, but Megan the Stallion, you know, Megan it was, was, it was. I, I did not like that performance. But I'm here for Meg from H-Town being on the Oscar. She's the first black female rapper to do that. So it was a big night for black women and for black men too, and for people of color as well. And I do, like I said, I hate that he allowed that to get to him, but I understand it. And it's like people are trying so hard to be purposely obtuse to why he might have a problem with it. And instead of being like, we should be held accountable for our words as well as our action, it's like they're telling the victim, who is, is Jada? Because really, fuck these grown men, because both of them made a choice. Jada, Jada is just trying to sit here and be cute in her Oscar guy in my home business. And I don't think that either. Then that's okay, but we can only, you know, anything else is speculations. What do we see? She was just sitting there minding her own business, and everyone feels like she put a key in his back and turned it and made him know Will is a grown ass man and he made a choice. And it's like she has been the one who's getting all the memes, all the jokes, all the hate. It's like we can't win for losing. If she would have stood up and been like, Bitch, don't say that shit about my head, they would have talked about her. And even when she didn't do anything, she's still getting hung off to dry. And I think that's kind of what black women are saying. It's like no matter what we do, we're still left unprotected. Well, okay, I'm hold on, hold on, y'all. I'm gonna just say this. Me, like I said, I'm not everybody else. I'm not hanging Jada out to dry. I'm just saying, like, damn, I I just wish like she would have she like of course you can't stop Will like runs man Will, but I wish she would at least try to protect him just a little bit. But she even go up there on stage when we was making his speech when he was tearing up. <laughs> That's what I was mad about. Like, I completely agree. I yeah. wrote a whole blog about but it. So, don't, yeah. But I don't want you to come and think I'm tearing out this because I have not said like Jada deserved all that because she don't. Because I feel, I feel like thinking on, I feel bad for Jada because right. that because that's in front of me as people like me. I would just laugh it off, but that's not me. Right. So I, I'm so, not gonna lie. I would have cried. Yeah, like I'm sim- like I'm sympathetic towards Jada, but I just wish like. I, I tell people all the time, there's two things that the man in my life told me that you can that you should never do that's a sign of disrespect. That's slap somebody or spit on them. And if you're white and if it's a white person, calling you the N-word. Those are the three most disrespectful things that you can do. So I just felt I felt really bad because like I don't like to see a black man disrespect another black man. That's why I don't like seeing these hood fight compilations because it's just it's just showing it's just showing people like white people just saying, Oh, look. That's your that that's why they're ignorant. I don't like that. I just don't. I've never liked fight cons because for one thing, I just hate seeing people get beat up on and jumped on. And I don't like seeing people get slapped because that just it's a trigger for me. It's trick for me because okay. like yeah. it like that's just me. It's just a trigger for me. And well, I just and I just wish that it would have been handled backstage or if they want to fight, hey, go to a green room. Y'all fight it out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Well, but, well, I guess. But, but I wait, guess, wait, 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 but, but I'm, I'm oh, so, but Courtney, I do agree with what you're saying, and I feel bad for Jada. I don't want nobody to think that I'm just saying, fuck Jada, but I just wish that this whole situation would at least be handled in the back. Look, y'all want to scrap, I'd be like how my uncle said, move the table. Because Chris is a repeat of, oh no, this ain't his first go around. Oh no, Smith, so, and I'm not defending Chris because if you go back on my Facebook post, I've said Chris Rock is annoying as hell. Mm-hmm. So, I never really liked Chris Rock as a comedy comedian. I liked one special that was about it, and everybody hates Chris. That's about it. So I'm not defending Chris. I just feel bad because nigga, nigga got slapped. Like Dolomite slapped. Like bitch, where my money? But Damn. <laughs> but that that's all I'm gonna say. Like that's what I'm gonna say on this now. For 
for the people that put their own agendas in it, one thing, uh, like a hotel brother said, oh, it was the white man's doing. I, I'm like, what? But, yeah, that's stupid. I, <laughs> I'm like, like, yeah, like, man, like, I wish I could pull up the post, but his post, it was just like a bunch of hotel shit yeah a bunch of hotel shit saying see the white man bringing us down he let that they let that happen they could let the brother leave but he but they did not do that and he chose not leave so therefore it's the white man's fault i like i, I wanted like brother that's the dumbest shit i ever heard but that that, that that's one thing then people like one thing that i'm sorry i hate that it's splitting the black community because i just wish we could all come to come to an understanding everybody's wrong like like even though like you may feel like one one person is more wrong than the other, it's still wrong because the shit happened. And like I said, so much stuff has been going on in this world, but yet we magnify having the magnifying glass on the, on them. And like we had the conversation yesterday, if probably they weren't if they weren't black, it probably wouldn't be as magnified. Probably, probably not. It probably would have went went away the next day. I don't know about well, that. I think if Brad, well, not, I, I didn't think it would have went away if yeah. Jada had well, went away like the next day. But I would say like it wouldn't like people. I feel like it would have died down by now. Yeah, well, nobody well, guys, thought twice about that joke. Chris Rock said if Jaden hadn't reacted like that, and Will hadn't did what he did, that joke would have went into the legends of bad Oscar jokes ever told ever that nobody right. ever thought about after it was said. Well, and and well, this this is just something I wanted to say to Jordan. I guess part of the reason why I kind of well, it, it's not that I'm attacking Jada or anything. I just kind of don't really identify with it because most of the black women I grew up around or whatnot wore wigs all the time, so a good chunk of them did have shaved heads. Yeah, and that's you know, you know um, what I mean because that that is common amongst black women. You just keep your hair short and wear a wig all the damn time yeah, so I like mean, that that's kind of why i was like i i don't get it like why why there's so much uh outrage from people talking about her hair or whatnot because i'm like i know people are sensitive about that kind of stuff but that's common for black women to do yeah, she didn't have on a wig though, so I'm not sure so, about the reference. But um well, no, she didn't have on a wig or anything, but but like black women often sport a bald head. It's it's not it's not it's not weird to run into a black woman that's bald. Well, I think we're getting you in know a what I mean? age. Yeah, I do because I, I mean because and, and and what's messed up is that's not something that's new, that's always been like that. Okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves. No, no, I'm not, I'm not just, getting ahead of myself. Kind of I'm not getting ahead of myself. Yeah, my grand, a... my grandma did that. My mom keeps her hair short so she can wear wigs. Like, and my mom's in her seventies. So, like, like I said, this, this ain't some new age thing where black women have been bald or whatnot. Yeah, it, it's kind of it, it's literally always been kind of a thing that has happened. Well. Well, I'm gonna just say it's this, just like, nobody really talked about it before. Like, there's a lot of stuff. It's like, yeah, right. nobody really talked about it. And I think Jada is not wearing wigs, which these comedians, especially the white ones, have been so graciously telling her to do. Bitch, put a wig on. I think she's doing that to champion for the women who have alopecia, who aren't as confident as her. I think she's trying to get that confidence. That's this is why she made the special about it on the Red Table Talk. 
is to get that conversation out there and put it in a positive light. But everyone is not as small with as European features as Jada. Everyone doesn't have the perfect size shape head like she does. Everyone, every woman cannot rock a baldy with pride. And it's like, it's unfortunate about this whole situation. And it's, but I do like that at least I was hoping it would open the door to more conversations about alopecia amongst black women about, cause he did a documentary and it was a good start, but um, it's kind of, like I said, it's kind of backpedaling because it's like, okay, are you with us or are you not? And now it's like, I think she was trying to do something positive. And now because people don't like who she is as a person anyway, it's just all hells on wheels with the joke. So that's one reason why I don't like the wheel said the joke is because now everybody is saying whatever the fuck they want and not about him about her and it's like no matter what we are always left out to dry the cycle continues you know, i don't know a good chunk of the memes i've seen well most of them been about will. will yeah so, i've seen more stuff about will ain't nobody yeah i was about to say i've seen more about will than jay i don't i don't know where you getting that from yeah, from my timeline, from my TikTok, you know, um, the bitch, bitch put on a wig. All those comments are about Jada. They're not about Will. Like, um, people are saying what they have to say about him, but she also is being a target, too, when technically she didn't do anything. But such as like... Technically, you know. she kind of did. Well, she set a chain of uh, events in motion with that eye roll at the end of the joke. But is it wrong for her not to like the no. joke and her defense? Well, no. Yeah, she I'm, can hate the joke. That's perfectly fine. But, like, obviously it's a lot more there with just those people involved that we, the general audience, don't know. Like, right. uh, like everybody says it started back in 2016 where Chris Rock hosted the Oscars and got on Jada for boycotting the Oscars, and she wasn't invited anyway when they were boycotting the Oscars because uh, Concussion wasn't nominated for anything, even though it was a bad movie. Well, okay. I'm going to just say this. I mean, regardless if Chris Rock made the joke, I've learned that the internet is a very mean place. And I'm and like I'm like there would have been no way around the memes and the jokes about Jada in the head, but it got magnified because Chris Rock made the joke and it was no and that moment happened. Now, maybe if Will didn't do nothing and waited till later, may, maybe the joke still would happen. Maybe they're not. We I don't know. I can't go back in time. If I could go back in time, I would stop this. But I think one thing that we do need to say is that like this is was really out of will's character like very much so and oh yeah I think, and i think he had enough of it and i hope that this shows like his family like maybe maybe will might need to seek help because like i said he might have demon like everybody has demons even famous people maybe he has to get those demons attended to i hope that happens but i will i will take this we should have learned from this, but apparently the world's stupid. People ain't learned shit. And this was such <laughs> an opportunity to have so many healthy conversations that we need to have. A, where should we take comedy? B, how should we handle the protection, you know, the protection of black women? C, how should we address alopecia, which one out of every two black women suffer from, and moving forward with that? And instead it got turned into Will's a simp, Jada controls them. Put on a wig. It got it got hijacked from what could have been a learning moment, and that's disappointing too. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm disappointed in the world because the internet is not the most mature place for people to have conversations because they choose not to because people use the internet to help fun at people when they like the shit. So mm. 
Now, well, hold on. There's something I want to bring up. Um, like one, we haven't mentioned that Will resigned from the academy yesterday. Well, um, he oh, well he did, he did yeah. that. Well, he did that because I'm pretty sure he just got tired of waiting yeah, for the academy. Before you get fired, Be- yeah. because right. like the no, right, right. Because the academy, they were doing this. They were prolonging it just because the, it's still a business. They were trying to get more more people like, oh, maybe we should they watch They are that. being divas to the 10th power. Make a fucking decision and move on. I don't blame Will. You're not going to string me now, along. Like well, well now, here, here's I, the thing, though. They got to be sensitive about that because uh, you got to handle this in a way where it's not coming off as, Hey, every time you get these N words, something they screw it up, which is what I, I think that can be worried about. I that. was thinking that because I was like, why didn't they just, you know, get him, get rid of him the night of and prevent him from winning the Oscar that night if they were going to do it two weeks later? Well, um, what, what, well, well, well. no, he wasn't saying he wants that. He, he was just saying why, he was just saying hypothetically. But I will say this: I don't think he deserves to take, get his Oscar taken. Hell no! Because he deserved the Oscar. And Harvey Weinstein and, and, and Harvey Weinstein 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 says all oh, 81 of his Oscars and he's a he, he's a some bitch. But I do feel like they should have made the decision right then and there to suspend him. At least a week or two, two weeks. I, I say suspend him two years max. Suspend them. Damn, two years. Two year, two years max because it's not it's harsh, but it's not too harsh. And it's saying and and it's saying right. and like it's it's like saying like hey. Don't do this. There are consequences, like, for your, and that's fair. Like, like taking away his no, Oscars, I'm, never no, letting him no. get an Oscar. There are people that are calling no, for that, but, not you. But people but, are stupid. That, that those but people. There are people that real life wanted to give back that Oscar, and I'm like, bitch, is you crazy? You know how long it takes to make a movie? How much work he put into well, it? He did the work, I, right? Yeah. Exactly. Don't. Now it's one thing if he voluntarily gives up the Oscar because of what he did, which I think he's doing that. Too. No. But it's another thing if the Academy just prevented him from getting the award that night because of that. That would be a whole different outcry that would have been bigger than the slap her across the Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now, I will say this to all those fucking keyboard warriors <laughs> that putting your own agenda into it and dragging these people down. First of all, you got too much shit. Yo, yo. What? Like you got too much shit going on in your own life, so stop trying to like drag some of these people through the mud. Like mud, like, I saw people dragging Shannon Sharp through the mud. Shannon Sharp was giving his honest opinion. I don't think he said nothing wrong. Same with Chris Broussard and all those people on sports shows talking about what well, your sports analysis. Why you gotta? Why you have to have voice? Because they're fucking black as well, and they want to give their opinion. So let them have it. Hey, I'm sorry that you guys talking about it. Huh? I said it's the same reason why we're sitting here talking about yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I about to say, I'm sorry that you feel that way because your daddy like Tommy ain't, ain't had a job in years. So don't don't reflect your life on these people and stop talking about Jada and the bald head because maybe your wife and your daddy or your or your mammy bald. So so don't talk. So stop. So stop trying to talk about, oh, well, she should be proud of that. What if I go over there and shave your head bald? How about that? I, I would actually appreciate that, you know. Because not you. And you I already bald. The, exactly. Oh, okay, my bad. But it's hey. like, she's not allowed <laughs> to have feelings. And it's like more people have been telling her or just saying in general, lighten up. It was just a joke. You can't tell a person how to feel. You're not there when I got to shave this shit off and I'm thinking about the braids I used to wear that I can't wear no more. 
you're you're not there. It's not your issue. Instead of being insensitive, it's okay to say, I can't relate to this. So I, I don't get why the joke was that bad. Instead of gaslighting the person and saying, you need to get over it. It's not that bad. Just It's, it's kind of like white people and racism because it doesn't affect them. They're like, well, what are you talking about? Get over it. No. When, when you haven't walked in those shoes, it's okay to say, you know what, my man, I don't really understand why you're so upset, but I respect it. Yeah. If those are your feelings, you have them, and you have the right to have them. I'm not gonna I, gaslight you. I feel you. I feel you. But again, the worst joke that night made was the entanglement joke by uh, Regina Hall. You mean to tell me you and your feelings about a hair joke, but not about a I can let my man sleep with whoever joke? Well, we'll, we'll see. Go up there and slap a woman, though. Come on, fam. Well, we. I'm not going to say that, like I said, I don't know, like, yes, because what we might see in public between Will, Jada, and Chris, I don't, I'm not going to say they're friends or they're not friends. I don't know because I don't live their life. But I will say this. I will say this. I'm going to read this book, Will's book. And look, I can read this book on Audible. Let me tell you guys about Audible, y'all. Audible is like... This this whole podcast is being sponsored by Audible. Thank you. And Audible is the leading provider of audiobooks. They have over 180,000 books, 180,000 audiobooks cho- to choose from. So if you want to read this book like audio, just go ahead and download, uh, download the Audible app or go on audible.com. And if you want a little discount code, I'll slide one to you. That is audible.com slash brang. That's B-R-A-N-G. And once again, Audible, thank you for this sponsor. Now, on to other things, because we've talked a lot about this more, more than I wanted to. Let's just talk about something that's that's also sad. And um, it's sad for me because Die Hard is one of my favorite movies, but y'all. Uh, Bruce Willis is forced to retire. And now, from what we know, he Bruce Willis suffers from a brain degenerative disease called aphasia. Is it aphasia? I think it's aphasia. It's a form of dementia. Yeah. Oh, so, aphasia? Oh, damn, that's bad. Yeah. yeah typically, you only get that from, but that's normally from alcohol use. You typically get aphasia, but. Yeah, but they said his family says he's suffering from aphasia and it got really bad to where he had to use stunt. Uh, he has used body doubles because he couldn't physically be there because he was not be able to remember lines and whatnot, not be able to speak properly. And I just feel really bad because Bruce Willis, he played a part in my childhood from movies I like. Like, I still have the DVD at my auntie's house of Die Hard. Die Hard is still one of the best action films. Uh, the fifth element with him in it, I've still had to get used to him with hair. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> hey, yo, I, I cosplayed uh, Ruby Rod one year. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, man, but it's just really sad. And now it makes sense to why he was doing these straight to straight to DVD movies, because he wanted to get as much work out as possible because he didn't know when he when hit that role be his last role. So. I feel really bad for Bruce Willis. Um, we're gonna go around the room. What, what was y'all's favorite Bruce Willis movie? I'll start with Courtney. Um, I like Red and also uh, The Fifth Element. I'm trying to think, there's so many to choose from. Um, he definitely has given a lot to this industry, and my heart is with him. Okay, what about you, Adam? What was your favorite Bruce Willis movie? 
Well, uh, of course, there's Fifth Element. I mean, that that's honestly my favorite sci-fi movie. So uh, I definitely have to go with that. But Red was a very, very close second. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I liked uh, 12, uh, was it 13 Monkeys or 12 Monkeys? 12 Monkeys. 12 Monkeys. Yeah, I, I, guys, I, I know I've mixed up the name, but come on, 12, 13. Yeah, give me a break on that one. But I, I like 12 Monkeys, though. What about you, Mark? What's your favorite Bruce Willis movie? Uh, I'm definitely a fan of the Die Hard series, especially the first few Die Hard movies. Uh, it's definitely my favorite Christmas movie to watch. And obviously Red, uh, one of my favorites too. Uh, but Fifth Element is my least favorite movie. So I, I don't what? Really? I, I don't understand why people like it. It's, it's trash. So, oh my God! <laughs> you chose violence today, huh? right? <laughs> hey, hey, man, that hey, is careful. People slapping people now. Okay, the professional was good too. Sorry about that, Lupazan. The professional was good, but come on, that was the height of Lupazan's career. Well, what do y'all have to say? I'm gonna go around the room and give y'all thoughts on Bruce Willis retiring. I'll start with Courtney. I think you already gave your thoughts. Um, yeah, in a nutshell, I think he did did things on his own terms. He has left no crumbs to be had. Uh, kind of reminds me of Chadwick Boseman. He gave us his all, and he's he's going to take care of himself. You know, I do see a lot of people coming back apologizing, mostly commit once again. Maybe it's time for that R two ball. But anyway, a lot of comedians coming back and apologizing. A lot of people coming back and apologizing about things they said, and you know, maybe just give people their flowers and dignity and then we don't have to wait for them to get sick, you know, to be like, man, my bad on that, you know. So. What, well, my thing on that, like, I've said a lot of things about a lot of celebrities when they die. I can't, my thing is, I'm not going to take them back just for some fact that I made the joke and it's kind of disingenuous for me to take the joke back when the when the person did. So you feel like the take backs from like- No, I'm like, like, I'm not saying, I don't tell, I don't say a joke at Malice malice intent like me and adam joke all the time mm -hmm. and oh, yeah. i don't mean it to hurt to hurt adam's feelings and if it hurts his feelings i'm sorry like like i'm just going yeah, to it does not hurt my feelings don't no, don't no worry, but i'm bro. just saying if it was <laughs> i'm not like i'm not i can't back on the joke because the joke's already out there okay so you feel like they were wrong for the apology no no or? i'm no i'm not saying they're they're wrong i'm i'm just if just me personally the way my mind works i feel like it'll be this and general like the joke is already made it, it's like it's like you saying it's like you um, repenting for your sins and then going out there and doing the same thing over again. It's like you're not learning. It's not. What is this no, I'm just saying. No, I'm no, I'm just giving an example. Like it's not learned. Like you're not learning from it. It's disingenuous because you still made the joke. Yeah. You can't go back in time and slap yourself. Say, hey, don't make that joke. Can't do it. Jokes already yeah. out there. So but that's. I mean, I, and I, I feel that too. I I think it's like kind of with Chadwick when we made those jokes. For someone to be like, oh man, I'm my bad with that. I can respect that because you didn't know. Yeah. About the, and had Chris Rock did that, not the backpedal, but I would have respected that. Like, damn, my girl, I ain't know you, you know, I know my fault. None of that has happened. But anyway, like with Chadwick Boseman, you know, we made those jokes because we weren't sure. And then the, the ultimate happened. It was like, damn, like that was fucked up. That wasn't my intention and we didn't know. So either way, you know, I get what you're saying. It would be disingenuine, but I think it's, decent but i don't know but i don't know i i just feel like the whole thing with comedy is just such a slippery slope is because at some like i tell you all the time kevin hart like his movies can't stand his specials because it's just the same stick over and over it's the same stick over and over again like you can only talk about yourself so much you you, you can only do it for so much so 
maybe like I, I just don't want comedy to be attacked just because, like I said, a lot of these comedians made they they built their legacy from the ground up by doing the the roasting type things. Shoot, like like a lot of these comedians, like they made a living off of roasting people, and roasting is mm-hmm. a form. It's a form of comedy. I just don't feel like it should be taken away from them. Is no, all and I completely agree. But if you look at artists like Madonna, Prince, Michael Jackson, Cher, they have one thing in common. They stay relevant because they evolve. Art evolves. Once upon a time, like we discussed, you could get on a stage in blackface and that was considered comedy. Guess what? Now it'll make you lose your day job, lose all your endorsements. Art evolves. But, okay, so you're like so my kind of argument to that say if everybody doing the same thing like everybody doing the same thing talking about their life whatnot i'm saying right now if i'm a comedian i can be one because my life it's not like i can't make many jokes about my life so it's going to get stale to a certain to a certain point but people doing fun doing messed up things that you can turn into a joke that's always going to be wrong because people are stupid well, and that's your thinking, because like I said, Kathy Griffin, she talks about her and her mother. I really can't relate, but it's hilarious. If you're funny, you're funny. And if you have to be funny all the time at someone else's expense, maybe you're not as funny as you thought you were. No, you're not funny. That kills out like uh, hundreds of comedians throughout the years. Right? <laughs> like, because that's pretty much everyone's bread and butter is you, you, it's making fun of something. And or usually it's, it's at somebody else's expense. Right. Yeah, like, if you're gonna do it, know where to draw the line. And there, I think it's just because different groups have not been putting their foot down. Well, now those groups are LGBT ain't here for it. Well, unfortunately, I, I got a I got a quote Robin Thick on this one. Hey, those lines are really blurred. Like, well, I, like know. I don't know, it's just really blurred because some people like you're going to offend somebody with the joke. You're going to offend somebody. Right, even, right. even if you're talking about yourself, like like a black stereotype, a black person going to get offended if you're using a black stereotype right. in your joke to make fun of what went on in your life. Like, it's going to happen. So that's why I feel like it's really hard. Yeah. Like, it, 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 like, I've like, offended somebody by just saying good morning to someone. And like, what do you mean good morning? What the morning? fuck you mean good morning? You have bad morning. That, that comes from the word goad, which means the absence of color. <laughs> but be that as it may, you are right. You can never please everyone. That's that you might as well not even be in art because I'm a screenwriter, so I get it. But if you are purposely, and these motherfuckers ain't no children, they know what they're they should know what he's doing. If you are purposely, you know, agitating, poking fun at, you know, offending for lack of a better phrase, marginalized groups of motherfuckers, it's time to well, reconsider. See, well, yeah, well, but see, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to talk about that. So, yeah, doing that, yes, that's punching down. For people that don't know what punching down is, um, when you continuously harping on on a group of individuals like what Dave Chappelle did, I love Dave Chappelle, but Dave Chappelle was punching down. But if you speed bagging it around the room and just different topics, that's not like you can't be like, oh, he was just attacking me. Like he's attacking everybody, and then he go back around and attack yourself. Like even Kevin Hart, even Kevin Hart, he made a career out of heckling at first. He would go around the room, but he would bring it all back around by making fun of himself. Right. It's how it work in the room, yeah. Yeah. So I just I just don't want I, I I don't know. Some some comedians like they try to up and coming like then like damn that's kind of my act now. If I get another act, 
but it, it it's hard. Like when you make when you get that certain audience, I'm sorry if I if Chris Rodgers, well, I, I'm gonna just use Dave Chappelle. If Dave Chappelle just started talking about his day going to Walmart, I, I'm I'm not gonna want to hear that. Like, right, because he has set it up to when you come to see me, all I've got for you is trans jokes and LGBT. Well, and it's like when you take those away, what do you have? And if I take it was like away one special where he did that, where the whole special was about that, all of his other specials, he's gone around the room and just made jokes. Everybody takes his uh last second to last Netflix special where he talked about the alphabet people. And they got offended about that. And then going to his last special where he on purposely, I felt like made it to talk about the trans community in that way. Uh oh, that's a whole topic for another episode. Okay. Right, because we're supposed to be talking about Bruce Willis. Yeah, and- right. 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 I was about to say we got way off topic. Way off. But the only reason I brought that up is because there have been like Tracy Morgan and some other people who have t- taken back some of the things they said, which I'm I'm with you. It's kind of ingenuine, but I also respect it because at least you, yeah. at least he's still here yeah. to get your yeah. apology. Yeah, I can get it. But in closing, Bruce Willis, I hope you for the best. Even though you made some bad movies, man, you still entertain me. Yeah, you, true, man. I I liked Over the Hedge also, man. That was oh. another one. That was his animated movie he did. Well, before we get off topic, uh, just y'all get some closing thoughts on the Bruce Willis retirement. Well, with the old Bruce Willis retirement thing, like I said, yo, he he was somebody I really appreciated as an actor, and it sucks he has aphasia. Um, I don't know if y'all know too much about aphasia, but normally that affects people who either uh, have a drinking problem or who have strokes. And what it is is more you still know what words are and everything. It's just your brain can't properly communicate to your mouth how to say it. Right. You know what okay. I mean? So, it, and it's it's actually a really, really stressful condition to have because it, it uh, typically winds up causing a lot of depression because you're trying to say something and, and you remember how to say it and your brain knows how to say it. You just can't do it. So it's like uh, my heart really does go out to him because uh, that that's really hard to deal with. It, it, you know, it's sort of like uh, people with Lou Gehrig's disease most people that get that are very strong individuals because they did a sport like football or boxing. And then all of a sudden you can't even move anymore. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's just, it's, it sucks that he has that condition and, and, uh, Hey, mad love to him, mad respect for him. And, uh, Hey, yo, he always going to be my dude. He's always going to be my, uh, John McClain. All right. What you got to say about him, Mark? Uh, I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss a new Die Hard movie coming out every other year. I'm going to, you know, Bruce Willis was just kind of one of those actors that was just always there. And when you saw him in something, uh, he was either the best or the worst part of the movie, but usually always the best part. And, you know, that's the legend right there. Definitely well, well, the sixth sense. Nobody brought that movie up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's because I'm. Well, I probably, I probably didn't bring the sixth sense because I'm done with M Night Shyamalan. Why put him on M Night? Man, man, did you see what did you see the last he did episode? to Avatar? Did you see the last? Man, episode? let that go, y'all. Dude. I can really No, no, no. no. I will <laughs> never forget that man for that. Yeah. And <laughs> and, and um. Uh, glass and what about in Lady the, in the Water? Signs was fire. Look, yes, that was early in Shyamalan's career. 
but he has burnt me too many times. Uh, oh, like that movie about the the island where you get old, old in my Shyamalan. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. Fuck you. Damn. <laughs> God damn, have a rap in there called Midside Sedan. And he, man, but yeah, man, Bruce, you're gonna be missed. My heart's out to the family. <laughs> uh, but let's talk about another actor who uh, he he wilding. He. He going cray cray, man. <laughs> Let's talk about the Flash, Mr. Ezra Miller. If y'all have not heard the news about Ezra Miller, he decided he decided instead of being a hero, he wanted to be a villain. This man, <laughs> might I add, he told he is reportedly accused of what? What's he say? He's reportedly accused of threatening a couple that he will murder them. <laughs> and get this y'all he stole something from that family and of course it happened at a karaoke, a karaoke bar oh man the couple paid his bail uh-uh, i want the tea what's really going uh, on with this couple? oh well i shit, may, shit may, maybe he said free my boy ezra hey <laughs> maybe they paid the bill he, <laughs> I'm he's you rich he's already free really come on Okay. Okay. Hold up. So, according <laughs> on three on uh March twenty eighth uh, of this year, <laughs> Ezra bursted into the room of the petitioners and threatened the husband, saying, "I will bury you and your slut wife." <laughs> 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 and then the husband no. went to went to document. And it claims that Ezra stole the passport of his wife and the wallet, which included the social security card, driver's license, bank cards, and amongst other things. That's from the husband's words. And then um, the cup, uh, apparently, maybe the cup, uh, this is such a slippery slope. He knows maybe that was an entanglement. There. I think it's it was an there. entanglement. Uh, I think so too, my man. Sometimes <laughs> And then it says, understandably, the cover is eager to block Ezra Miller from communicating with them in any way, <laughs> as noted in their petition for a restraining order. Ezra is famous and wealthy. This makes access to weapons much easier, as well as sending associates to harass the couple. So, I don't know how y'all feel about this, but maybe something's in the water at I'm Warner Brothers, man. Nah, nah, man. I think he... uh he got a little too into that credence role, man. Like, you know, in Fantastic Beasts. I mean, he he pretty creepy in that shit. Because this isn't the first. This isn't the first uh, offense. Is not. No, he he assaulted a woman. I think last year. Okay, let me real quick. Why? But what? Is still gone. If this nigga is showing his ass, give us our cyborg movie. You ain't gonna get that. This is bullshit. You ain't gonna get that. One because, one because you know Josh Sweden is an asshole, but two, cyborg he kind of messed himself up by saying, "Yeah, I got some shit to tell y'all." What I mean, gossip and harassment and assault. But on, but man. this gossip. But, but like, he, he didn't gossip any. He didn't do that to anyone in the no, business. He he not bringing. He not. I want him to bring proof. But he keeps saying, "I got some tell y'all. I got well, nigga, tell me, show me the footage, the the so called video that you have that you recorded of the conversations." But since he don't have that, he doesn't have a leg to stand on. This 
Ezra Miller out here being a menace to society. But like I said, that is being shown. There is actual footage and evidence of this. What I'm saying is, why are they still fucking with Ezra and he on this shit, but they get rid of Ray because because of some gossip? Because. Because first of all, Warner Brothers, they they just all sketchy to begin with. Like, look at Amber Heard. Amber Heard still got a job. Give Ray, man, give us our motherfucking Well, I, I will say this about Ray. I, I even though I liked him more in the Just League, his character still came off as flat. I will write the script. I'm with it. Any other black screenwriters out there that want to get Ray on the screen, let's do but it. But also, <laughs> Cyborg, the thing about Cyborg, you can't really do much with cyborg because he's tied to these superhero teams the flash has the flash is a big character <laughs> the flash is part that he is part of the echelon the upper echelon of dc <laughs> like cyborg the most he had is like brother blood in them but he's tied to the titans so, right, and, and young justice and all that like you know cyborg is known for being in teams not really his solo yeah. stuff yeah, and also, I mean, hell, there's not a Robin or Nightwing movie coming out. So, well, well there, well, there is the talks of a, there is top talks of a Nightwing, but Nightwing also has his That's own rose gallery. Huh? Yeah, he, he has his own rose gallery. Cyborg doesn't have his own rose gallery. Just, it ain't right. Like if they get rid of him because of that. Look, you, look, we, we got static. Okay, I'm... look, we got we got other we got other black. Yes, it sucks that Ray could have handled them and still give us the movie. What well, they. They're, they're obviously straying mm. away from that Zack Snyder Justice League. But, hey, this opens the door because maybe we can finally we finally get an aesthetic shock. Maybe we can get an icon or a hardware. There's other black – people make it seem like there's only two black heroes in static right? and cyborg. But them the ones most people know about. I'm not going to lie. I've never heard of those people. But, but, right, but what, about, what about Storm? What about uh, Bumblebee? I do think Storm needs her own movie, but who's going to play her? But my thing is – that's the pro. That's the that's why I'm kind of. That's my problem with like some of these mainstream because yes, Cyborg and Stat. Well, Cyborg mostly he is made by I think he's made by DC and so. But he Static is. Static is written by was made by the brilliant Dwayne McDuffie and I forgot the other man's name. Marky can probably help me out on that. And they have Milestone Comics, which is a catalog of black heroes. And I don't know why they're not getting love now, but luckily they're getting their shot now because Michael B. Jordan said that he's going to produce the static movie. I'm for We've it. We've been waiting on that bitch for how long? Well, I want them, look, I don't want them to put out some bullshit, okay? I don't want a man to steal. I, I don't want that again. I no, want it was just steal. <laughs> right. That not man no, of steel. No, no, steel. no. No, I'm no, but still, yeah, that was some bullshit. I'm gonna talk to my man still. Where they took they they took a lot of time with that, and it was still bad. I want them to put out. It was all right. I want them to take their time with Static and make it a good movie. DC needs a Black Panther for a Black superhero. Okay? And I've been, and why can't so? Because yeah. Cyborg is not that. I'm sorry, Cyborg is not as big as Static. No, he's not. He's, I agree. I fucked with Static hard, but it's like they're taking their time, kind of like with Shazam 2 and Black Adam. Like they are they're taking their time because they're seeing that they fucking up. Because Marvel is dishing out shit like cars. But, you gotta come on. But Marvel... Yeah, but they got Kevin Feige. They, DC yeah, ain't got Kevin they, Feige. They, they don't got a Kevin Feige. They got a bunch of snobby business owners that care about getting their bonuses. That's why we got that bullshit ass <laughs> 2017... Joss Whedon, um Justice League because they were just trying to push it out 
But as you can see, even though it's a four-hour movie, that shit is leagues better than the shit we got in 2017. So take your time, Michael B. Jordan. Don't put out no bullshit because I love static. I might have to come for you if, if, if you put out some bullshit with static. Yeah, I was about to say, I will roast the fuck out of Michael B. Jordan. Because you're friends with Ryan. Like, whoever you got to get involved on this project for it to be top tier, do it. You know, but the only thing I'm saying, I said all that to say, if Ezra can act an ass like this, why did they blackball Ray for that one thing? Well, like I said, they, like, like I said, he kind of also he he's like they're big mostly to blame but it's kind of blame because he kept on having everybody in the audience through loops to like jumping us through hoops like i got this i got that but he didn't provide no evidence that's like bro provide the evidence or just walk away because they're not going to believe if you don't provide evidence this is clearing day i saw a video of ezra miller a town stopping a woman in the face yes. But you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. So he can do that and keep his job and get his own film. Well, Ray is gone for hearsay. Well, well, also you like, gotta see a problem with it. No, I see a problem. Like, like I said, I'm used to this because Warner Brothers has been doing this for years. Like Ezra Miller, I d- agree he should have repercussions for his actions, but no, Warner Brothers they not going to fucking do it. And Ray, he. Also walked away a little bit too because he kind of burned that bridge as well. <laughs> hey, maybe Ezra he may have stomped out somebody, but he didn't stomp out an executive. And they're going to like, damn, we kind of got this movie planned out. We kind of gotta maybe they're gonna write him out eventually because Flashpoint's gonna rewrite everything. Mm-hmm. So maybe they can phase him out in Flashpoint. But for now, it's like, damn, we kind of have to, we kind of have to ha- keep this. We, we kind of have to. Have his back from an arm's length distance because Amber Heard still I'm got. I'm about to say they when is Aquaman two coming out? They they've shoved it off to get rid of her and replace her. What has Ezra got? He must got some dirt on them people. Or Maybe I, I I don't know. And also DC probably they saw the Batman said they probably saw the Batman like oh we might have to rewrite some shit so it can be just as good. I don't know. I don't know what DC DC is just a DC. Well, Warner Brothers is just a roller coaster of fuck ups because. They don't know what the hell they're doing. Uh, maybe, but y'all, that was a that was a fun episode. <laughs> uh, we talked about you know Bland Morbius, talked about Moon Knight, talked about uh Bel Air and how great it was. Talked about the slap heard around the world. Definitely got more uh, to say about that one. But go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but we're gonna say we're gonna say that. Talk about the bruce willis retiring very sad and talked about ezra becoming the real life reverse flash i think we covered everything y'all isn't jim carrey retiring too Uh, yeah he is supposedly but you already know money talks (laughs) and uh, also i'm not going to dwell too much on this apparently zoe kravitz said I'm, I'm gonna let you take over courtney (laughs) because well she just put up a picture on like instagram um it was kind of themed and artsy pretty much just saying she is not a black artist um most of the people i saw responding to the picture said we know you're not black so i mean i don't know uh, but i get what she was saying because you don't want to be pigeonholed you know i'm not in a black movie i get it but someone on the team should have been like sis word know? word of advice if you say anything that involves not in black just don't post it if if it goes if it goes if it's if those two are in the same sentence don't 
don't just leave it out. Just leave it out your post or your lips because it's it's not gonna proceed. Where are the PR people? Is that is that been a shortage due to COVID as well? Maybe sure. <laughs> or they well, or the PR team was like, hey, any publicity is good publicity. So well, I, I think that she probably thought that she could get away with it because she doesn't have a parent that's like white or black. She's just a biracial person from two biracial people. Mm-hmm. You know, because the only reason why she is biracial isn't because she has a black parent and a white parent. She's biracial because her two parents are biracial. Right. And she's already under fire for those comments she made about Jaden Smith when he was underage. Oh, like, yeah. I remember that. You're already under the fire. Catwoman saved you. And yeah, it did. And three weeks after that, you pulled this. It's like, come on, we're rooting for you. <laughs> right? You know, you gave us back our Eartha kit, you know, uh, cat woman. But what'd you guys say about it, Mark? Um, I don't have anything to say about it. <laughs> I believe in you. I support you. Um, don't deny your blackness, though, because that's the party. That's all. Well, right. Well, well what pisses me off, though, about it is she literally did an SNL skit about Amazon Go and she was uh I you know a black Oh that skit was hilarious and it was freaking funny as hell because she was like oh look they got my favorite uh flavor of kombucha and she was trying to get her boyfriend to pick it up so she wouldn't get arrested for it. Damn. <laughs> yeah it was hilarious what a hypocrite oh <laughs> right 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 I'm gonna go watch this skit now because yeah she was like pick it up <laughs> you know, no, all you have to do is just like, nah, 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 you pick it up, yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> well, well, y'all, uh, she may deny her, her blackness, but we not, we she's stupid, god damn, she's stupid. I get, I right. get what she was going for, I get what she's going for, but some things left better. Why didn't Shannon be like- and, and, and this is my <laughs> advice to her look. Your parents are biracial too, and guess what? They accept the hell out of their black side. All right, you don't this see Lisa Bonet yeah. going out saying, "I don't want to be a black artist." You don't hear that shit from Lenny. This is nice. No, and to be honest, they didn't really have the opportunity. They they would have never had the opportunity to do that either. No, they won't. But, they they really won't. Yeah, she <laughs> can get away with it because of how this generation is, and you can be whatever. And, Yay, we support you. I like it. It's cool. Damn. Well, well, y'all, that was a very fun conversation and fun episode. Uh, Zoe Kravitz, keep your, uh, just just don't say stuff like that. Bruce Willis, my heart goes out to you. Chris, go ahead and put some, uh, put some ice hat on that cheek. I know that she's still hurt. Will, don't, Will, don't come over here and slap me. Uh, (laughs) But man, y'all, that was a very successful first live episode. I I really enjoyed it. Hopefully, we hopefully we can get the word out, have some more, maybe have some fan engagement next time. But oh, yeah, yeah. Y'all, but yeah, y'all. Um, just like always, you can join us. Well, this is streaming in the Facebook group, and when I put this on Anchor, you can join us. You can join the conversation at Facebook.com/slash Brang the Popcorn, or if you want to um, email me with any questions, comments, concerns. Or roast me. I promise I won't slap you. I might read it on the show. Just shit, I will. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 
choose violence. Violence is not the way. Well, <laughs> you can email me at brangthepopcorn93 at gmail.com. Courtney, where can the people find you at? Um, yes, I have a blog of my own, the binge babe. Well, the binge babe. Uh, you can find me on Anchor, Spotify, all that jazz. Um, also, I said blog. I meant podcast. Podcast of my own, and also I have a blog, um, www.thebingebabe.blog, where I pretty much you know discuss the same thing, film and TV talk as well. You can follow us on TikTok at Courtney Lyric Presents, and also YouTube at Courtney Lyric Presents. Well, where can the people find you at, Adam? Uh, you can always find me on Facebook under Adam Sampson. I'll be the guy in all my suit. And also my favorite guest, Mark, where can people find you at, sir? Uh, you can find me on the internet at Blurdography on uh, what did I say? Blurdography on uh, Spotify. Uh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me try that again. You know, tongue twister. Still can't get this part of it right. You can find me on Blurdography on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And you can listen to my Blurred, uh, my podcast called Blurredcast on Anchor, Spotify, and Google Play. All right, y'all. Well, that was very fun. And, guys, I will have more interviews set up in the future. And now we're going to go live with them so you can interact with my interviewee. But up until then, this has been the Friendly Neighborhood Dreadhead. And when you come to these reviews, well, just remember to always – Bring the popcorn. All right, y'all. We up out of here. <laughs>